This week on the BAMFCAST, what's the square root of 1,521 times 2 divided by 26? It's 3 the hard way. 128 deaths, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey BAMFCAST. Yes. Episode 165. All them episodes. Nintendo. So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every fantastic episode of the Bamfcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Sometimes those bad movies are part of a series, a theme, like February, where you get Blaxploitation History Month. Hooray! Fuck yeah. The best month. <laughs> so, we watch those movies, and then we come in here and talk about them, and for about the first half, yeah. pretty much. 45 minutes, can yeah. take. And then these movies, they get a rating. Good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies get one to five jocks. That's in robot jocks. Huzzah. And bad, bad movies, doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. <laughs> boo, boo. So, to wrap up this Blaxploitation History Month, we decide to end on a high note with Three the Hard Way from 1974. How many the what way? Three the Hard Ooh. Way. How hard? Pretty hard. Was their way? It was pretty hard. Three. I want you to three the hard way. <laughs> You've been singing that all night. How does so, that happen? Let's get a plot summary out of the way before we go too crazy about this one. Mm-hmm. The story involves a white supremacist plot to taint the United States water supply with a toxin that is harmless to whites but lethal to blacks. The only obstacles that stand in the way of this dastardly plan are Jim Brown, Fred Williamson, and Jim Kelly, who shoot, kick, and karate chop their way to final victory. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. So. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It yes. started off shaky. I wasn't sure about that plot point, but you know, when it got to the end, I was like, "Yeah, I'm using." So it's kind of like. Oh uh, no, I can't make that joke. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I was going to make a joke, and I just can't do it. <laughs> All right. right. I'm going to think about it, and I'm <laughs> going to try to throw it in somewhere else. Okay. Better taste prevailed on that joke. <laughs> sure. I think so. Whatever it's, it was, uh, yeah. percolate that joke for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna let it settle. Let it sift through the mind. Sure. Do you, do you have to? Do you have to? I do. Okay. I do. Uh, we will mention there's a Curtis Mayfield song edited. Once again, we have, have music editing issues, but yeah, still it wasn't egregious. We, we got we we have what we want in this movie, which is there was a Curtis Mayfield song edited out. Yeah, yes, because once again, rates issues. That's the worst part about these movies is like so much of the good music is gone. Why don't they want to be exploited? I don't know. It's the genre, <laughs> but it does give us what we want. Which Why is, don't they want royalties for when all the DVDs are printed up and sold? I don't know. Duh. Nobody knows. The trouble they probably want them. too many royalties. Mm. So, but yeah, right. all right. But we get Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. We get Fred Williamson yeah. and we get Jim Kelly. Yeah. Yes. All being Making awesome. three, perhaps. Yeah. The hard way. It is a hard way. Okay. Just clear, just clarifying here. <laughs> there's only three, though. Okay. Oh. Actually, well, we well kinda, we, maybe there's... Yeah, it was three and a half at points. And then another and half. Well, yeah. that other half really... Uh, he did <laughs> nothing. Whoa. No, but, no, he... he he, no, he served no purpose in the the hard way. He was there for <laughs> comic relief, and yeah, well, he did he did a thing, but we'll get to it. Okay, he yeah. did a thing. Yes, sure, a thing. A sure, thing was done. A thing, very much. Um, he did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Right, right. So, so this movie. It let's. Uh, yeah, it starts kind of weird. It. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, like a prison break. I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess you could call it that. It's um, unclear what's going yeah, on at the I beginning mean, it, when you start it, watching. This this guy is kind of being forced to, to walk around this 
institution-looking thing. Right. And he's feeding what look like inmates of some sort. Yeah, looks like he's slopping out mashed potatoes yeah. or something and kind of angry. passing it through some sort of door. I mean, and he's wearing like all jeans, which is kind of like 70s prison gear. Yeah. But it's got mm-hmm. no numbers on it, nothing like that. So we're like, is this a prison? He also is not wearing shoes. Right. Yeah. Is this a prison? What's going on? But as we come to find out, like he, his, his escape is very convoluted. Like he gets away sort of and he finds this little tiny crowbar and yeah. <laughs> it's this little tiny crowbar, and then like he gets away and he starts prying open this door. Basically, the the guys who are guarding him kind of turn their backs, right? And he sneaks away from them at some point, yeah. And then finds this, like you said, finds this door and jimmies it open, right, in the loudest way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like that's not even like the, all the way out. It's just like he's out of part of it because he finds himself in. I guess it's it's not even really supposed to be a morgue. It's like a can, warehouse. Yeah, it's there's all these dead guys in there. All these dead black guys are, are laid out on this table, and he kind of walks in and is like, oh, what's going on? But he didn't look too shocked. Like, maybe he already knew this was here and this was a thing. But I think he hears somebody coming, so he gets under the blanket and starts pretending that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Guy comes in and... <laughs> like lifts immediately up, like lifts up the sheet like he's like i know right where you are <laughs> lifts up the sheet and gets crowbarred to the face Ooh, for his yeah. trouble mm-hmm. and then repeatedly beaten on okay with, with said crowbar and this should be a good point to mention that um the stunt coordinator on this movie is hal needham mm-hmm. yeah a yeah Banffcast favorite and stunts uh, unlimited known for mostly uh <laughs> making megaforce yep <laughs> but yeah he was in charge of all the stunts on this movie yes and it shows because you have stuff like this. You have stuntmen who are willing to get their asses kicked for their craft. Mm-hmm. Crowbar to the face. Literally. For a sandwich. Kick, yeah. Yeah. Hot cup of soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a rubber crowbar, but still. Yeah. Still, I wouldn't want to get hit in the face no. with a rubber no. crowbar. No, but yeah, he not. proceeds to beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To death, more than likely. Yeah. And then grabs his gun. Mm-hmm. Smart. Good job, guy. Runs outside yeah. and then abandons all pretenses of silent escape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he rounds a dude walks out in the doorway. Well, yeah, like one guy's like walking across the, the corridor or whatever, or the courtyard, I guess it is, and like didn't even see him. He's just like, ha ha, guy, shoot. And then, of course, <laughs> like other guy comes out, shoot. And he gets shot kind of in the stomach for his trouble. Our, our, our guy that's escaping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but he, he manages to take out, I think, about three people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of gets away and runs. And you hear like off of the background, release the hounds, all that kind of yeah. stuff. And he comes stumbling upon, you know, clutching at his side. He comes stumbling upon some young lovers. Yes. Out for a moonlight drive on. Out for a midnight love. Yeah. Moonlight. Right, right <laughs> next to drive. whatever this weird. Yeah. Prison they're, camp thing is. They're on the yeah. inside of this in- installation, which is a little strange. Are yeah. they? Yeah. Are you sure? It seems like it. Mm, I, yeah. I, it, it appears. He, at he, first, I thought that. I was like, well, why are they parked inside? And then. I guess he it came just out only stood at some the reason point. That, yeah. Yeah. It's just shot weird. But. Turns out one of these two uh, young lovers is Corbin Burnson. Sure. <laughs> we didn't recognize him at the time, but going back when we saw the credits at the end, it said boy and girl, <laughs> boy. which were like, this is boy. only people this could be. Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burnson. LA Laws, Corbin Burnson. Major Leagues, Corbin Burnson. Oh, okay. If you want to go there. Of course we do. <laughs> yeah, Major League, dude. <laughs> Sorry, whatever. So, yeah. So And then he, he kind of forces them at gunpoint. He's like, I need you to take me to the hospital. So mm-hmm. then they kind of... Do sort of not no, really no, no. well no they take no, they, him to they, Jim Brown they take yeah. him to Jim Brown because yeah. then we cut to Jim Brown riding around town with his lady right having having a early dinner early supper <laughs> once again <laughs> at the melting pot our black exploitation heroes <laughs> mm-hmm. eat early yeah 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 he's having some fondue at the melting pot yep 
just enjoying a carafe of wine, mm-hmm. chilling mm-hmm. out with his lady, mm-hmm. yeah, and then they they drive back to his private parking garage. Yes, where he parks very badly. Yes, <laughs> and he <laughs> parks so and poorly. he's Jimmy Late. Yes, is his name. Yeah. Yes, famous guy. Drives a rolls, parks like he owns a BMW. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, just about that time, like he just barely gets out of the car, and the girl from earlier yes, shows girl. up and is like, "Hey, hey, are you Jimmy Late?" And he's like, "Yeah." And <laughs> We have your friend. He's in the car. I need your help. Come. Didn't she just run up and call him Jimmy? Yeah. 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 Like, hey, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Well, he was parked in his spot. Everybody knows Jimmy. Sure. He's well, like Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Jonathan, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, so he goes to the back of this car and here's his friend. His name is House, I believe. Yes, House. Is mm-hmm. bleeding out the back of the car. Mm-hmm. And he's. Yes. Hugh he's, Laurie. He's very much. <laughs> he's very much Jim Browning. And he's like, huh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But I'm not going to show a lot of emotion. Yeah. And of course, he's, because he's Jim Brown. Brown. he doesn't have that yeah. range, Jim but Brown is not good at emotion. He basically tells much range unless that emotion is I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But before we get to the next scene, we have to talk about a little bit about Jim Brown's outfit. Outfits, I should say. We could do a whole podcast about Jim Brown outfits. Yes. Yes. We, we should do a podcast we about do, Jim We should Brown's have outfits. the 70s fashion cast. Yes. <laughs> we should have someone call in. They could be a caller caller. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> that's I the thing about it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Because his crappy. his collar is it looks like giant. It looks like he strapped a flying nun around his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could it's it's doubles as a hang lighter. <laughs> it, it was it was a bond gadget. <laughs> <laughs> if the wind blows too hard, yeah. he's Yeah, it was like off. he had two extra sleeves around yes. his neck. I think I said at one point he's got enough material for another shirt. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's great. Though. This is just the one of many amazing outfits that will be shown off in the rest of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Boy, I wish I could just. Well, I guess I can by watching these movies, but just transport myself back to like New York City street in the 70s oh, yeah. and just watch the outfits. <laughs> yeah, just look at whiz it. by. <laughs> I don't want to watch them. I want to wear them. I want Well, to... that's the advantage of going back into that time. Yeah. Is yeah. You can I just, just like, I like that. I'll go down the street and get four of those. I want to mm-hmm. live long enough for those fashions to come back and actually be like it's all cyclical. Cool for everyone to wear again. Yeah. yeah. So they they flickered in what in the nineties? Flickered just a little yeah, bit. I don't know about not that. Really. Yeah. Well, it's like I mean, not enough for my satisfaction. You would call no, this you would call either. this a butterfly collar, but it's more like a falcon collar. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, its wingspan yeah. is huge. Yeah. Like from his neck to the end of the collar is like. <laughs> yeah. 10, 12, 16, 40 inches. Probably. Something like that. So. Down to his belt. Yeah. 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 That's but, what I want to see next. Oh, so before, we, before he goes to the hospital, basically he's like, are the keys in the car? I'm taking this car and leaving boy and girl right. mm-hmm. on the stranded. Like, I don't know. They're just in they the parking lot. It just cuts to hospital. But they yeah. also like quickly <laughs> they, they said. They like, good for it. <laughs> they also quickly said like, we drove all night. So wherever they came from is nowhere <laughs> near Hell. where, where they, they are now. So no. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they, then they go to the abandoned hospital that only has oxygen. I just realized no doctors. This actually could be the uh, the precursor to L.A. Law. Like Corbin Burnson was stranded in L.A. by Jim Brown. Oh he had nowhere to go, so he studied law. It's all it's all coming together now. Whoa! You could never get a ride out of town, so he settled for being a lawyer. We'll go to law school. I'm going to sue that Jimmy Late for stealing my car. Yeah. Man, yes, he's avenging. Yeah, he, <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't prosecute Jimmy Late for stealing his car no. until he went to law school. This yeah. is a stupid tangent. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, he goes to the hospital, mm-hmm. and this is when the the, the actor who plays House tries Hugh to milk Lord. as much. Oh, no, it's God, not Hugh yeah. Tries to milk as much uh, screen time as he possibly can because he's laying in bed, 
dying ish sort of ish he's, he's in pain not living very well <laughs> that's good but he's just like oh place people took us ah there is a house. poison dead people ah i'm dead but then they kind of like back the camera up and he's still kind of writhing around so yeah i don't know if he ever dies or it, it, no, no he no, does he, die yeah but he was <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, not intended true. to be dead no. no but he does do the whole i've lost my grip on you and have passed out and it's like oh he's dead and then he's like twitching he's like no he's oh, not no, dead he's but mm-hmm. jim brown's just sort of decided well i guess it's sleepy time for him now i'm yeah. gonna go back out in the hallway yeah, and so, he goes and talks to like, his I la- can take a life, but I can't save a life. <laughs> yeah, so. He goes and talks to his lady, and, and she's basically like, oh, don't you need to get to the studio? Everybody's waiting. And he's like, but my friend is dying in there. I don't want to leave him. She's like, like, I got I'll, this. I'll wait. You know, you go do your thing, and I'll, I'll be here, and I'll call you if anything changes. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. <laughs> so he leaves and goes to his record studio. Yeah. Where he's producing a four-person band. They're not an acapella band, but I mean, they're like... They're just, they're, a, they're just yeah. doing the vocals only at this point. Right. Yeah. They're for the easy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's probably the band that did the music for the movie. Sure. The Impressions or whoever it was. Oh, that's right, because it said The Impressions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Impressions. But they, they do this song, and then like halfway through it... The did, song, by the way, is fine. There's nothing wrong with the no, performance. It's, it's actually good. Yeah, like, but, I right. couldn't do it. But Shit. Jim Brown is on oh, edge. Yeah, he's like not. And and he's like, like stop sucking. You suck. <laughs> and and that this is the Why first time we meet. Why don't you put some soul into it? Yeah. Why don't you put some acting into it, Jim Brown? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. All right, Jim Brown. Okay. Calm, calm <laughs> down. That's all right. Don't calm hurt down. me, sir. Here, here's here's some more collar. So this is the first time, like when he kind of blows up, and he, and he's kind of got the sidekick guy who. While they were recording the song, like he doesn't seem to serve any purpose. He's just kind of in the back. He's like, he's like the booth hype man because he's just kind of back he's there, like, like dancing around, yeah, yeah and, like cheering and like, yeah, yeah, it's good. And then like <laughs> Jim Brown kind of blows up and he's like, "You suck! Stop sucking!" Ah! And then he kind of is like, "Hey guy, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you on edge?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he doesn't bother explaining or anything. He's just like, "Come on, they're doing good." And he's yeah, like, "I'm worked up." <laughs> They're just doing great. Yeah. I have right. emotions. Can't you see? <laughs> He's like, all right, hit record again, and, and you don't mess up that one part. And they're like, oh, God. Oh, no, you Jimmy. Jimmy Brown. Yeah. yeah. The, the whole <laughs> argument is basically just like, come on, man. Yeah, and he's much. like, "Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, you're right. do it again." So they do, and like it goes on just that little bit too long, where we're like, "We just saw most of this song. We don't need it again." But then finally, thankfully, yeah. it cuts yeah. away, and it cuts away to guys rolling up in this uh, like a cherry picker truck. I mean, right. it's, a, it's a truck with a big a bucket and everything on the back of it, and they they lift themselves up to um, the hospital room, house's window, yeah, house's window, <laughs> climb out, and he's like. He suddenly sits up in bed, but like can't speak or anything because apparently he's in too much pain. He's, he's just kind of like, in his he's kind of like, oh, and they <laughs> unload on him with this silenced pistol. Yep, killing him. And about this time, the um, Wendy, Wendy Jim Brown's girlfriend walks in, and like they're like, "You're coming with us," blah blah blah, and you know, throw her out the window and leave. Yeah, this is more like the actual Peter Pan story of Wendy getting <laughs> taken to Never Never Land. <laughs> yeah. Taken exactly. in a she cherry was picker. kidnapped by a couple guys right. pretending to be workmen. Whoa, yeah. this movie suddenly takes on a whole yeah. different meaning now. <laughs> That's what it is. That's Neverland. This <laughs> psycho Neverland camp. is right. Yeah. So, in the course of the movie, did they ever explain why they have kept her hostage? No. Aside from giving 
Jim Brown an leverage excuse to leverage against Jim Brown. Round up three of the it's baddest just, dudes it's in just the city. The dumbest and way it's a squad. It's written stupidly, where it's like they know that by doing this, it will anger Jim Brown. So therefore, take her, and therefore we have leverage against Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. It's it's just sort of like they read ahead in the script and realized that Jim Brown is going to get angry at some point. So we better get her. No, around. they didn't have to read a script. We're talking about Jim Brown here. No, I know. Just I'm understood, just, yeah. But, you know, face it. In this movie, he's a record producer. Yeah. He's not, he shouldn't be I'm as scary. He's, he's, he's got a past. I, I'm sure he does. But <laughs> he always has a past. The record industry always has a past. If there was a plausible script reason for them to take her, they... To, or she just witnessed them murdering this guy. And yeah, she, but they, they should just murder I, her, too. Right. True, true, <laughs> yes. I mean, that mm-hmm. that is the simplest way, but... Either way, she Jim Brown's going to be pissed she off. She was there sure. yeah. and kidnappable so that, right. you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So anyway, after this. Yeah, cut to Jim Brown's now back at the hospital and the police are there and so is the nurse who, I guess, was the first one to walk in and discover the dead bodies. Mm-hmm. And the police are kind of questioning her like, okay, tell us what you saw next. And she's like, well, I came in, the guy was dead and, you know, Wendy was de- gone. And the woman and, was the last yeah. one I saw go in there. Yeah. And, and, they, and Jim Brown just kind of blows up. He's like, you tell us what you saw. <laughs> right. And... Why are you blaming her? And <laughs> this is a waste of time. Tell us yeah. what you saw. And she's just like, I I'm was. Sorry. Yeah. She's like, Don't hurt me, sir, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Brown. So I'm scared so, to death of you. Yeah. So then the police kind of get in Jim Brown's face and like, hey, don't go anywhere. We might have some questions for you. And he's like, I'm going to go where I need to go. It's it's the slaughter explanation of like, you're it's not exactly, going to tell me yeah. where I'm, I need to go. I got things to do. Yeah. See, you. you don't have anything on me. Bye. Mm-hmm. So. And the cop is Alex Rocco. So Mo Green. Mm-hmm. So wasted in this movie, not not used well <laughs> yeah, at he's all. Barely, he's in like yeah. two scenes. Total. So does he? Oh, that's right. Um, Jim Brown gets on a plane to go see Fred Williamson. Now we get like not a, yet. No, he, he gets chased in this parking garage when he goes back to his car. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. They have this is the first time we're like, hey, stunts. Yeah, yeah. Like some, Actual stunts. Oh, good cars. stunts. Yeah, fucking yeah. awesome stunts. Because well, the cop has basically convinced him, hey, just just cool down. Go back about your business, and we'll let you know if something happens. And he's mm-hmm. like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not really going to do that, but okay, fine. I won't, yeah. I won't murder yeah, everyone And he in goes the back city. to his office, pulls out his gun, which yes. we are pretty sure is the same gun from Slaughter. It's his which gun. we're pretty sure. Yeah. Is. <laughs> this is Jim, Jim, Brown, Jim Brown's handgun. Non-movie guy, Jim Brown, <laughs> yes. for real. Like, uh-huh. Brought it to the set every day. Bring your piece to the Mr. set. Mr. Brown, we're going to need to give you this stunt gun. He's like, got one. Got this yeah. one. Yeah, he just that's, pulls it out. That, that's not a stunt gun. Yeah. Don't care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got the ammunition, too. Can, can, can you please put blanks in it? Maybe. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we'll see. No, maybe. Ask me after None lunch. of my guns shoot blanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so they... This is Jim Brown. Like, it's funny because he's getting into his car and he instantly knows that this car that's pulling in is about to try to kill him. Well, it's a white car. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. Oh, <okay>. He's fighting <laughs> all the white su- That's true, yes. actually. I, I'm sure all the Fair white enough. supremacists Point in this movie you. drive white cars. <laughs> well, they, that they, makes sense. They emphasize so much of their personal items were white. Yes, they had a white telephone, white car. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he's like starts hopping over car hoods and Stunts. pulls out the gun and starts shooting at the like through the windshield. and. Mm-hmm. They try some I mean, dumbass tactics like trying to drive through other cars to get to Jim Brown. And but he, yeah, but he runs under a thing like under the overhang area because his car was kind of like out in the open before mm-hmm. he grabs a pipe above him, does like he pulls himself up. Yep. The car, the car smash, smash, smash underneath him. And then he hops down onto the hood of the car and runs away. Yeah. He eventually works his way up to the roof. Yeah. And well, by doing almost, a sweet little like roll over yeah. some like divider cable type things. Yeah. 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 
but, but this is actually Jim Brown doing the. I mean, looks oh, yeah. like yeah. him doing oh, these things. Oh, it's Jim Brown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jim Brown can stunt. Sure, he's Jim Brown, stone cold stunner. <laughs> but yeah, so he one he dodges one, and then the other one's coming at him, and he just shoots through the windshield, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the car kind of stops turning and goes straight for the wall and then he the car and then they cut to a long shot like looking up at the building and you see the one car kind of plow off the edge yeah and then somehow he scared the hell out of the other car <laughs> so that one drove off the roof too following the other one and that, that one that you, one explodes that one explodes like before anything passing happens. the empty wall <laughs> yeah it's no not even in free reason. fall yet yeah. it fucking explodes oh yeah and the other one hits the ground and explodes, and then this other one lands right next to it and oh. just kaboom. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a little implausible. You're like, what is that? Ha- I mean, not the explosion part. I don't care about that. But just the, like, why is the other car suddenly following this car off? Just, you know, Jim Brown scared it off mm-hmm. the roof. One was named yeah. Thelma. The other one was named Louise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then he goes to Chicago to recruit Fred Williamson. Right. right. And it's about this time that we're introduced to the white supremacist guys. Which the main guy is Mr. Feather, and he approached. He like he first shows up standing next to this giant bronzed eagle mm-hmm. statue. Yep. Yeah. And just and this is basically talking to the girlfriend, being like, "I'm white, you're not. I hate black people." Right. Yeah. Give me the scientist. Yeah, and he's That's, talking yeah. to the scientist, and it basically reveals the whole plot, which is basically that this organization is seeking a way to cleanse the country mm-hmm. by tainting the water supply, as right. I said in the plot summary. Yeah. 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 Now they've got this red goo that they're going to go dump into L.A., Detroit, and Washington, D.C. Right. And it's only going to hurt black people, not going to hurt white people. Or it's been genetically... I, I, don't, I don't understand why they only have something against specifically black people. I mean... I think this was just step one. Step one? Okay. I think that's... They even mm-hmm. say that at some sure. point. It was just like, this is what we can do now. Yeah. But it's he's like... Dumb. He's not a threatening dude. He's... No. No. He's an accountant. <laughs> not even that. He's like... I don't know. He's just so weak and so prissy sure that nothing he says has any weight whatsoever to it he inspires leadership well he's no, he's, no more, he's he about doesn't. as threatening as henry gibson in like the blue exactly yeah yeah, he's, yeah that's yeah. Exactly. almost the same thing he I mean, reminds yeah. me of him very much yeah. well a lot yeah. of this could almost be like where they aped that from because yeah. i mean they're i believe they're based in illinois too yes you know yes <laughs> they are illinois nazis <laughs> right yeah yeah that's a good point hate that yeah. yeah but yeah he pretty much just shows up he gets like fred williamson you know, he's got some good outfits. Yes. But um, Fred Williamson is kind of the weak link of the three. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I'm going to have to kind of disagree with you there. <laughs> what? I don't think there's a weak link amongst them. Okay, then. He's the weakest, but that's like yeah. saying... You he's know, the I less, mean, like, bombastic. Like, yeah. The least developed yeah. of the three. We spend yeah. okay. the least amount yes. of time with him. Like, yeah. when Jim Kelly pops up, it's like, oh, he's karate guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Fred Williamson is like, oh, he's... Jim Brown's friend. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But I mean, it's like he kind of shoots normal guns, doesn't do anything overly bombastic. I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, everything like Jim well, Brown is wearing is like crazy outfits and like crazy guns. And Jim Jim Brown is is platinum, and right. and Jim Kelly is gold, and and, and Fred Williamson is just kind of bronze, I guess. Yeah. Silver, you maybe. know, he's come he, on, man. Well, he's at least silver. He's. He, it's not that he's not a precious metal of some sort, but... Fred Williamson is a precious metal. He's he is. still precious. But he's just not quite as precious as the others. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. He's still a precious little snowflake. Yeah. But it's funny because once, like, Jim Brown, you know, like, tackles him in his own house, almost gets <laughs> shot by him, then they're just like, oh, you Jim Brown. Oh, you. Yeah. They have and a good sweaty fight. 
Jim Brown. Yeah. Keep in mind, like Jim Brown's girlfriend has been kidnapped and there is a massive plot going on. And Jim Brown has flown to Chicago and is just goofing around with Fred Williams and just sneaks up behind him, tackles him and they wrestle around for a while. Well, then they go there like where they're going somewhere because they climb up and they get on the L. Yeah. And like they're going somewhere and like two guys are following them and it doesn't take them very long before there's like a shootout fist fight up on the L tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he tosses one dude underneath a train. Right. <laughs> well, that, that dude had a coming. That dude got his ass ran yeah. over. Well, and they chase him for a while, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, they're in the middle of this carnival. Yeah. Like, and they're like, oh, I guess we lost him. Wait, we're right in front of the shooting gallery. Uh-oh. And dive over the edge, <laughs> and <laughs> random gunfire starts happening. And this begins the unlimited supply of the, of the Nazi assholes, because it's like wave one comes. Wave one, I guess, was the first two guys. They get away, and then, like, wave two comes, and it's like, Ah, uh, maybe eight guys, and they kind of dispatch or run away from them, and kind of fight in this carnival area a little bit, and then all of a sudden, like they kind of take this turn into an arcade, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like then there's like twenty dudes, like and they're shooting oh, at God. them from the skee ball machines, and yeah, they, they hit. Yeah. A spa- well, there was, there they was hit a spawn one point. They yeah, had a Nazi well, spawn point. <laughs> what they did was they, they, there was a mid level boss character hiding in the photo booth. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Fred Williamson just blindly shoots that guy. And he falls oh, out dead. And I that, so wanted like the picture to pop out with like yes. him being blasted. Oh, that would have oh, been great. No. <laughs> no one was thinking at that time. What they didn't realize there was also a big machine in the back where you could put in a five dollar bill and it just flood out Nazis. <laughs> I guess get, like, that's, well, twenty that's tokens, what twenty Nazis. Because this guy ding, flies ding, out ding, of the ding, photo ding. booth, and then that cues like twenty dudes to run in mm-hmm. from all directions. Oh God! To get them. And it, and they're like blasting like through pinball machines, shooting mm-hmm. dude like dudes will be running behind a pinball sh- machine and they yeah. just shoot a shotgun and it blasts it apart and yeah. the guy behind it dies and and we're all like no don't hurt the pinball machines <laughs> yeah they were destroying a lot of like yeah. classic shooting or gallery type yeah. games which at the like time it was like destroy this junk but now it's like no no but it's pretty fun because there's a lot of guys just dying and oh, flopping yeah. around sure. and just. <laughs> God, so many dudes get killed. Yep. So many. Yeah, and I think they just finally kill enough that, like, the ones that are surviving are like, I guess we should leave. Because mm-hmm. they just, it just kind of ends. just finished the level. They scrolled yeah. far enough. It over. just kind of mm-hmm. ends, and they, like, go off walking away, and <laughs> it's just kind of weird. Like, yeah. 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 So they go, then they go to get Jim Kelly. Yeah, well, Jim Kelly, like, they don't even show them going to get him. They just, right. like introduce him as cops are trying to set him up for having coke in his car right now let me ask this because i'm very confused at the geography of this part of the movie is jim kelly in chicago or have they gone to new york because there's that scene later where the motorcyclists are riding up to new york which is where jim kelly's house is i think jim kelly is in new york okay so they've gone to see i'm confused because there was no shot of an airplane either taking off or landing (laughs) to establish that Mm -hmm. travel has been done but they were riding motorcycles over the brooklyn bridge which is like hey you're in new york now right but they were those bikers were going to jim kelly's house so i'm wondering i don't i don't know it doesn't really matter but yeah but no, what I, I was confused sure. by was because when Jim Kelly's introduced, it's a fucking hurricane going on in the city, yeah, it, which made like, me it think it seems like it was filmed in Chicago. Right, but, Windy Day in Chicago's, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, this scene is where like I knew the movie had me. I mean, I was I was in, there's a little bit it's a little bit slow, but this is the point where it's like, all right, Jim Kelly's here. <laughs> and Jim <laughs> Kelly is gonna beat the crap out of some dudes. Mm-hmm. Cause they kinda like they show the car, the cop car pull up, like they Jimmy his door open, toss coke on the floor they bring in the the and expert then, planter yeah and then like get in the car and drive off and jim kelly struts up to the car and Wearing then of course suit. immediately a cop's like i need to see your id and he's like 
okay, you know. Fuck he, off, cop. Yeah, at first he's like that, but he's like, he's like, well, yeah, I can have you arrested. And he's like, all right, fine, whatever. Well, we can Shows do it this to him, easy way, like, or we can do it <laughs> yeah, through the right. hard way. And I love that the yeah. cop's like, well, okay, I got your license. No, I'm going to need to see your registration. He's like, all right, it's in the car. And it's like, he hasn't even opened the door, and the cop has the gun pulled out. And Jim Kelly's like, oh, you cops trying to set me up again, aren't you? <laughs> and then he just jacks this dude. Mm-hmm. Omega cops him. Because mm-hmm. he cranks him right in the crotch. Yes. And at this point, all these other cops pull up. And then, you know, and then at this point, they're just like, you know what, Jim Kelly, just do your thing. Just do your thing. We're going to run a bunch of different speeds of film as we <laughs> right. film this. Because we're going to do some slow motion. We're going to speed up a couple of them. Dude, but- it looks like he honestly destroys a man in one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I know. We, we it is almost, so good. We almost never rewind things, but we're, we're all like, no, 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 no. Jim Kelly just killed a man on film. Yeah. Back this shit up. Jim Kelly just killed a man. Put his foot against his chest. Then uh, he had to murder yeah. the rest. But he, you know, he... He does his standard, oh, yeah. you know, his but it's Bruce more Lee like, uh, yeah, well, that's because it slowed down, slow down so much. Yeah. Just, but yeah. yeah, he takes out a few of them, but this one dude gets out of the car and he just they and they take it in slow motion where he just does this roundhouse that just pops this guy. And this dude, I don't like, I don't know how they filmed that to be honest. Like, I don't know how they did it because it looks like he gets yanked by a wire I from think behind him. The second time we watched it, I think I could see a wire yank him yeah. a little bit oh, because if he not, be, but they it's timed the it so well because I mean, the second he hits him, that yeah. guy just goes flying over the trunk of the car. Yeah. His back should have been broken. Yeah. Easily. But it was no, he, so he's awesome. Dead. He's dead. Yeah. I just yeah, looked it up. He's Jim dead. Kelly murdered this guy on set of three the hard way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but that was like, we were all like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Because the rest of it is your standard 70s karate action. You know, yeah. it looks okay. It's, but this, I mean, Jesus, they, this guy just, got like, fucking Like wrecked. you think about TNT Jackson and having to suffer through those scenes Ugh. of like, you know, her just like not knowing anything. And then you got Jim Kelly, a guy who knows his shit big mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Studied mm-hmm. under Bruce Lee. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And with stuntmen who are just like, all right, just kick my ass. Come on. Just beat the shit out of me, yeah, Jim like, Kelly. <laughs> like, you know, we can do stunt punches or you can just kick me in the face. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'd prefer to kick you in the face. <laughs> so, yes, he kicks plenty of dudes in the face. Yeah. He elbows a dude in the face. Forearms mm-hmm. a dude in the face. Yeah. There's that one they slow-mo shot slow-mo. where he elbows that one dude, and you can just see, you his, can see his skin face on his ripple. face ripple, and it's just like, yeah. wow, he actually hit that dude <laughs> and hard. Oh, it's so <laughs> satisfying. But it's funny. But yeah. So uh, he's he's wrecked all these dudes, and then Fred Williamson and Jim Brown walk up wearing long purple duster overcoat things oh, they're so awesome which are just awesome glorious and they're just glorious. like hey man got some trouble and it's like yeah you know cops and they're ha yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then they just go inside. besides the mega force uniform i've never wanted to jump online and buy a piece of clothing from a movie ever this ankle hard. length purple overcoat you don't yeah. get better oh, than that no. yeah like they, these things would have had to have been altered so they wouldn't have gotten stepped on i mean these are Amazing head to toe altered jackets to, to fit Jim Brown. Like <laughs> yes. you don't just buy that shit off the shelf. No, never. No, but God, it was amazing. Some poor little lady sweating her ass off in the costume shop, making that yeah. shit just for Jim Brown. <laughs> but he I probably think, still owns it. So they they just get in his car and then go to the car wash. Yeah, where whoa, immediately whoa, whoa, whoa. eighty more dudes show up to murder them. Well, they're walking oh. down that little corridor where you yeah. can watch your car being washed, and like guy pops out of the inn and. Fred Williamson and Jim Kelly both like 
defenestrate themselves through the window, sort mm-hmm. of. And and apparently Jim Brown was just like, oh, there's an alcove. Jim Brown doesn't jump through windows. Right. He you just know, pops over and he just pops side. out and like starts shooting at these guys. And yeah, it just kind of becomes this crazy gunfight at the car wash. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, More dudes like, getting wrecked. One guy's plan to of escape is to run right through the center of the car wash. Yeah, bad. in the wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> I, he might like, have just against... been like, "Fuck it, I'm trying to get out." But yeah. he ran straight towards Jim Kelly, and Jim Kelly was having none of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to make a clean getaway. Uh, <laughs> still yeah. bad i know but somebody at some point shoots jim brown in the side yes yeah and jim brown getting shot in the side and he's like nah don't don't worry about it <laughs> i'm all right yeah. oh yeah he's like we should take him to the hospital he's like nah nah I'm he's good. like the guy in the pickup basketball game like jams his finger you're like dude are you all right your finger's like bent backwards he's like no nah, it's good i'm cool don't <laughs> okay. worry don't sweat it keep going you know that's that's jim brown when he gets shot mm-hmm. he's like nah, we've don't. seen at least this is the third movie now where he's, he's been, been shot he's been shot and like 30 seconds later he's like mm, i don't yeah, care whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> i got another kidney I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and this is the weird part where, like they capture this last guy the guy that was trying to run through the car wash mm-hmm. they beat him up a little bit and just kind of get him alive and take him back with him and apparently they i guess they go to jim kelly jim kelly's house jim kelly's house and then there's this weird shot of three bike riders going across the pedestrian part of the Brooklyn Bridge. Red, white, and blue coated. Were they right? I thought one was green or something. Nope. Red, red white, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. Okay, okay. America. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. just, just making sure. Yeah. There are but three th- men that are riding three, motorcycles three, across three this bridge. white men. Yes. <laughs> we should point out, like, it's it's pretty obvious it's three white dudes riding motorcycles on the pedestrian part of the Brooklyn Bridge. Because mm-hmm. first we're like, is this them? Because yeah. that's fucking awesome, but I can clearly see that's a white dude. Right. Yeah. We it doesn't just... get much better when you see the actual reveal of who it was supposed to be, but <laughs> Jim Brown apparently has gone to some doctor. He's gone to a he's vet. Just, uh, yeah, like, he's just kind of getting <laughs> they stitched always up. Go to the vet. Yeah. He's getting stitched up, and the guy's like, are you sure this isn't a gunshot room? Because I got a report, and he's like, no, nah, it's a kitchen accident. Well, it's yeah. funny. And the guy's no, he like, just said oh, a household, oh, household accident. accident. Yeah. I think they're in New York now, which which means that whoever this doctor is knows him because he's like Jimmy you oh, know yeah. you need to get rest and you need to do they have a history <laughs> Just, you know if this is a gunshot wound then it has to be reported to the police yeah. Household I don't, is that a real thing <laughs> yes. yes it's absolutely. a movie thing yes. it's, I know it's a movie it's thing like it happens tasting all the cocaine of, that's how all you do fucking it movies. no but it's <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's real yeah, thing. doctors have to report sure, but anyway so he just kind of gets a couple of stitches know. and he's like uh, do me a favor and like stay off if you go go like lay in bed for a week and he's like yeah okay <laughs> he's, I'm he's just brown, yeah. baby <laughs> and fuck he, you and he's just like put on his jacket and then like we go back to the house and we see who the writers are it wasn't the three of them because no. it's three ladies now yes <laughs> like, they're, they're, there's a there's an asian lady a white lady and a black lady mm-hmm. and they were the ones Walking riding the bikes bar. and <laughs> like no yeah they were was, countess princess and empress yes. sure yeah, That's they, they were right. not the ones on the bike. No, no way. No, no, no. But, but they're no. wearing their but whatever red, white, and blue jumpsuits. They're here now, America, and they they're basically they're the ones who have to get the guy upstairs to talk. They're the all American torture squad. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> the melting pot of torture. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and because uh, it, there's sort of a little bit of conversation where like Jim Kelly and Fred Williamson, like neither of them could stand the idea of torturing that dude to get information. So that's why they called the specialists in. Mm-hmm. And their their methods are um, we don't know what their methods are because they go upstairs by themselves. Yes, immediately strip off their tops. Well, apparently they weren't wearing anything underneath the motorcycle jackets anyway. Well, no, no. and they're, but they're still wearing. I think they're still wearing the colored. Yes, they're still wearing the, of the thing. Mm, yes. yes, but this is just our gratuitous, gratuitous nudity yeah. that's pretty much required in any yeah. black exploitation sure. movie at some point. And I'm fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> but they do something to this guy because. Eventually, so Jim Kelly's implied. Yeah, there's some screaming. Jim Kelly's like, 
what's going on up there? I can't wait anymore. I got to go see what he's, what they're doing. And, and Fred, Fred Williams, Williams is like, like no, no, you don't, you don't want to see what they're doing, which just makes it even worse in our minds. Mm-hmm. Plus, one of them's carrying like an old school medical bag. Yeah. And, and she goes it, to open it, and then they cut away, and it's like, "Ooh, what's yeah. in the bag?" Well, he, yeah. well, it's a magical motor bag. Yeah. As they're going upstairs, he's like, "What's in the bag?" He's like, "She's like, don't ask." Right? So you don't want to ask. Yeah. And but anyway, they come over and are standing over the the banister. The just drenched in sweat. Just they have just been glistened. I mean, like, oh yeah, yeah they got the, a lather going. Yeah, the prop department really enjoyed themselves and, lathering up and these. And apparently, these they're ladies. like, he's ready. So <laughs> yeah. they go upstairs, and this dude's like stripped out of his tidy whities <laughs> and he's also drenched in sweat. Yeah, but he's doing like. He's doing the rape shower in yes. the corner of the room. Yeah, yeah he's rocking just like, back and forth. Just, back he's and forth between crying. laughing and crying. Yeah. <laughs> and and they walk in, start roughing him up even more. Like, tell us what you know. And this is this is when they actually tell he tells them the plot of the water supply and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. And they ask where Wendy is. Don't really get an answer and just kind of move on from there, which is kind of weird. It's it like, is a little strange. That's like isn't that your first and primary well, focus he here? Gives kind a of? name, Didn't but he say which. The, I compound? guess it's the name of the ranch, right? Where oh, he also he names Feather, and I think yeah. he mentions the scientist. They have all this information now, right. so you have to assume that's where she is. But I mean, they never get a clear like, no, hey guy, give us the address. Well, no, because this. this guy has been fucked up to the point where Whatever he's done. They rough him up a little bit more, and then he dies of fright. Well, because the girls <laughs> walk yeah. back in, yeah, and yeah, he just kind of dies of fright, and they're like, oh, <laughs> we don't get to keep having fun. Yeah, well, you just he died of fright. Yeah. You, Good job, ladies. So, yeah, we're done with them. The Magic Cut. Order Squad. <laughs> no <laughs> more of that. Fox Force 3. But now we know that <laughs> there are going to be terrorist plots in Detroit, Washington, D.C. And is it L.A.? That's L.A. The yeah, it's L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. They split up. The three the hard way have to split up. Yep. And they go their take, separate ways. take a city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I believe. Sounds smart. Um who goes where? Uh, Jim Kelly goes to New DC. York. No, no, he goes to DC. He goes yeah. to DC. Fred Williamson goes to Detroit. Detroit. And Jim Kelly or Jim Brown goes back home. Right to mm-hmm. LA. And their base, their their one plot is is like they go to each of the the water supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're basically just at these. They're just going to dump the chemical plants. in there and disperse the. Yeah, well, and Jim Kelly goes and like recruits his assistant karate guy mm-hmm. or whatever he is. Sure. He's yeah. like a, a Korean dude. That, yeah, Taekwondo guy. Yeah, that well, that he gets to help him. Well, Fred Williamson goes to. Detroit and meets his lady in the airport and immediately goes for and it's just like time for sexy time now I was surprised it took that long for any of them to get to that point yeah. I would like to interject something real quick Jim Kelly went to his own yeah karate oh, it was, studio yes, it, it was, was Jim Kelly's yeah. Mr. Key's karate studio right. yes he just went and got one of his employees. Yeah. He didn't get his buddy. Mm-hmm. He got one of his underlings. You come with me. You're doing some overtime this weekend. Come on. <laughs> don't worry. I pay your insurance. Yeah. Don't mention this to HR. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. We didn't have yeah. HR in the 70s. So. Well, that's right. Huh. You could harass whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a payroll clerk. That's <laughs> right. a simpler time. So, like, Fred Williamson is just, he has sex with his lady, and he gets a call from Jim Brown. Jim Brown's like, hey. Time to go. Come are you, on. Are you and doing that like, thing? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally doing that thing. And he's like, ah, come on, man. So, <laughs> so eventually Fred Williamson goes and stalks out the, the, the water treatment facility or whatever, which is the, it's the same location in all three cities, but just they changed the sign. Money, man. Um, but yeah, but the one that Fred Williamson goes to is the one that was in Friday Foster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that same exact place. But he's just sitting there waiting and sees two cars Wait, roll was up. was it Truck Turner now that I think about it? I, it was Truck Turner. Yeah. Was yeah. it Truck Turner? Yeah, yeah, it was Truck Turner. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, Friday Foster it, it was is something else all entirely. The city. Yeah. yeah, it is that same 
water treatment yeah. where like, yep. there's all these rails above all these right. areas and it's all outside. His, his old plot thing was kind of lame compared to the other two. I mean, this is what we were saying about... Well, well no, what the, what I they, don't know. Because he only he, has to kill three guys. Yeah, I was going to say... They chase him in a car for a little bit and then... Yeah, but he the way he starts this is that he just runs at them full speed in his car, rams them, which the car just goes flying and yes. then he goes into the wreckage and just takes the briefcase that has the stuff in it and drives right. away mm. and they chase him off. Yeah, but I mean, he for whatever reason, goes back to the water place, does this thing, like climbs on this rickety ladder, sets this briefcase down, and then shoots three guys that are up on the catwalks, and then goes back up, gets the briefcase, and I'm done. His section was the stealth section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minus the, like, I assume these are the Nazi guys coming to poison the water supply, where it could have just been the water treatment workers coming to work, because he mm-hmm. just... He just he no. They had the red hats. Man. He could yeah. not have seen them. He just drove full speed at them. Yeah, yeah, we, I was in the Raspberry Beret. I, I should yes. We should mention that all of a sudden the guys, the henchmen now who have previously just been kind of like wearing like khakis, mm-hmm. kind of like a khaki uniform, are now like wearing Guardian Angel berets yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. it's matching kind of everybody you know who they are. But yeah, his, that's what I'm just saying. His, his section is kind of the weakest because I mean it's like he mm-hmm. dispatches sure. a car with another car and then shoots yeah. three guys. Fine, not, and then not that big a deal. Jim Kelly and friend. Uh huh. Sneak around their water treatment. Well, now, wait a minute. They go to the airport, and walking through that airport, the design of the Washington, D.C. airport in the 1970s, holy shit, that was amazing. And I guarantee you, no one at the time thought it was in any way cool whatsoever. But he is walking through this airport, and it is all, like, dark maroon everywhere with the sort of, like, these crescent shapes up on the ceiling. It is fucking badass. It's like yeah. something out of like Logan's Run or something. I mean, well, it he, is amazing. Well, he, the way they film it too is pretty awesome. Yeah. because he's like strutting right in the middle of the frame. Yeah, I was gonna say through. it looks it's like, like a well-framed shot. Yeah, he's got this like catwalk thing. He looks like he's walking down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah, it's it's a nice little tracking. Well, shot. and yeah. I just I love the way Jim Kelly walks. Sure. He's a badass. Well, we, haven't, it. we haven't even talked about what he wears. He generally wears like a all leather jumpsuit yes. kind of thing. That's generally his thing. I think first one you see him in is all gold. Yeah. And like matching <laughs> boots too. I mean, so mm-hmm. badass. Yes. And, he, and he's also got a mustache in this one. It's just yes. kind of like pretty badass mustache. Mm-hmm. Yes. Didn't but always yeah. rock it. I mean, there's not much to say about how they take dudes out other than like he breaks one guy's neck like doing the the. Oh, he does the Seagal thing on a couple yeah, the, of them. Yeah, the two hand to it. But then there's one guy, he stands on either side of his neck and then just yanks his feet and mm-hmm. snaps the And then goes neck. the other way. Just yeah, like for, just to, to make, make sure. sure yeah. <laughs> 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 you got to make sure you get the wishbone, man. <laughs> yeah. You got to make sure that thing breaks. Yeah. But and, yeah, but he and his little, uh, his partner like dispatch some guys and mm-hmm. yeah. Wreck some more but, shit. But I mean, it's like, it's kind of like a buildup. Like, I mean, like I said, Fro- Fred Williamson was like, okay, he took out a car and three guys. This mm-hmm. is like, Okay, that kung fu fought like like twenty dudes. Well, I mean, here's Fred Williamson's the cool guy, and Jim Kelly's the badass, mm-hmm. and then Jim Brown is just anger personified. Wow, God, <laughs> bitches! He's a force of nature. Yes, yes. That's, that's it. Yeah, because yeah, his is like very obviously. I think it's a different water treatment place because yeah, he's like in a full on like dam. Before he gets there, though, mm-hmm. oh yeah, scene, another scene we had to rewind. Oh yeah, that's right. Because oh, man, because he get, they call him. They call his and, office. and they say if. If you meet, at, if you go to this phone booth and answer the phone, you can talk to your woman. Right. And he's like, all right. So he answers it and she says, you know, Jim. And, and then they take the phone away and he's like, who is this? Well, and the location Speak is like me. this desolate place with a phone yeah. booth in the middle of like sand. Yeah. yeah. So and we're like, of course. Oh, yeah. So here comes course, dump truck. Dump truck comes right for the, the, fo- the phone booth. Mm-hmm. Smashes it. Smashes it. And oh, somehow. He obviously had some pine cone water because <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow, 
he is magically <laughs> out of the phone booth yeah. and hanging on the back of this dump truck yep. that is just yeah. smashed through. And like there was no Jim shot Brown of like, there was no shot of like I mean like he heard it last second, kind of turned and was like, oh shit, dump truck, right? Mm-hmm. And then like, but there was no shot of like I got out of the thing or. No. No, at this point, you're thinking, oh, they killed Jim Brown. Yeah, that, that's, that's disappointing. That's a weird <laughs> way to take. I'm tell you, I, for one, never thought that. No? No. Or okay, we'll find. You have come. No. Of course not. But, but yeah, yeah, so he's hanging on the back water. of the dump truck, and meanwhile, like, the two idiot drivers are just like, yeehaw, we done killed that Jim Brown. Derp, yeah, derp, yeah. Derp. Pushed him. <laughs> yeah. Not go drink any of that yeah. water. I don't care what that time is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, basically, they go over the plot. Yeah, they reveal yeah. the entire plot while... And he's listening from yeah. the top of the truck. Yeah, yeah. and... But then... Holy God. He opens the door, <laughs> like, like, with the... Dude, he opens the door yeah. and just yanks this oh, dude out. he ejector out. seats the guy, but... <laughs> but as he does it there is a road sign right there that this dude nails like they're shooting from like from like the driver's side window through the truck yeah and and you just see him yank the dude out and you see the dude hit the sign and like spin yeah Mm -hmm. that dude died (laughs) this is like the wizard of oz like that hanging midget in the background or a small person whatever you want to call um whatever you want me to call him i I'm not politically God, I don't, but I don't know how that dude could have lived. He didn't. He didn't. It's like Disney. They, you see they, nobody sign. dies on property. They <laughs> took him off the set. You see that sign break. Yeah. He oh. wasn't pronounced dead until he was safe at home. Yeah. That's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's how oh. this movie saw the light of day. Yeah. But but so, okay, so we watched that twice. Yeah. yeah. Just and to then, see, because like one of us was like, did he hit a sign? Yeah. Because oh, we, we, we were all like, oh! <laughs> but then it got when get, that happened. It kind of gets better because like... It does get better. He gets <laughs> into the truck and is kind of fighting with the guy and then apparently is like, I've done my job and jumps yeah. out of the truck, does a Because the guy starts roll. shooting at him. Yeah. yeah. Sweet combat roll. And then... This dump truck, like, not a full-size, like, big-ass construction dump truck, but it's a pretty big dump truck. Sure. It hits this perfectly lined row of cars that is leading up to this billboard, and apparently this billboard was painted with nitroglycerin. I don't know. <laughs> it was because, an advertisement for dynamite. <laughs> because <laughs> it hits it and turns into this giant, giant fireball. Oh, yeah. napalm. I mean, really, yeah. just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they nuked that truck from orbit. Yeah, yes. I don't know what happens, but that thing goes up. Truck mm-hmm. hits billboard, kaboom! <laughs> Which you know, I, I cheered. Fan. I almost got out of my beanbag and yeah. cheered. It was in, so good. In any movie, any car hitting anything should cause an explosion. That's just the way movies work. <laughs> right. Yeah. However, hitting a billboard, I don't know. However, after that. The fact that it went up in a fucking mushroom cloud was <laughs> fine by me. I was just like, yep. All maybe right. he had a grenade that he just nonchalantly he, tossed. He like, pulled here. the pen and then yeah, dropped yeah. it. He's <laughs> a man. He knows how to <laughs> yeah. grenade. Anyway, but yeah, but dump truck explosion. Then Jim Brown, <laughs> like Jim Brown's water treatment plant that he goes to after this is like Jim Brown's water treatment. <laughs> it's on top of a dam. <laughs> it's yeah. a giant You're dam. Right, it is. It's a sweet location. But the sides it of it look like Mars. I mean, like, it's... Yeah, it could have doubled for the moon in any Roger Corman mm-hmm. movie at one point. <laughs> <laughs> it's got sweet, like, catwalks, and yep. all the rocks are, you know, silvery. It's, and It's got some sort of strange gimmick that lifts, lifts them yeah. up oh, the side of the a, mountain. Yeah, it's an incline. Like, yeah. Yeah. incline lift thing. Yeah. Incline yeah. lift. Yeah. Sure. But he just... That's what they call it. God, what he, he just murders everyone there okay i mean set the scene here is that dudes are just rolling just cars are rolling up and just lots of dudes are exiting out of cars and precision running yes precision running like one dude has a briefcase and then there's like 20 dudes protecting that dude and then there's another wave of dudes and they're all Mm -hmm. and like they get to the top and there's already another crew of dudes up there hanging out 
Jim Brown rolls up in his car and he's got his doofus office assistant guy with him. CeeLo. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know his name. Doesn't matter. CeeLo. And it's just basically like, stay in the car, guy. I don't even know why he brought him in the first place, but just. It was his car. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, it was his car. Yeah. Yeah, he was borrowing that dude's car. Yeah. I have a theory. Okay. The first place we saw was Washington, then Detroit, and now it's Los Angeles. The time zones. They were trying to wait for night for all of this to happen. Right. And like the first one was like, hey, our four or six guys got fucked up. And then they were like, all right, send some more guys. And I'm like, shit, those 20 guys got fucked up. And then they were like, send 50 dudes. <laughs> send because, all the dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, because, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. They ramp up their, their efforts. Because, but, yeah, like well, level, level one, one other reason. Two, sure. three, then what, fight. what other reason was there for like that guy, to, you know, first place to get six guys. And this mm-hmm. one gets like 40 dudes running in precision. Maybe marching and everything. So. I don't know. Did bigger installation? They knew Jim maybe. Brown might be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we heard Jim Brown is in L.A. So we heard Jim Brown is still alive. <laughs> the wo- Send all the, the weather forecasters are like, "There's a force of nature coming in tonight. It could be Jim Brown." <laughs> oh man, that would be a great weather forecast. <laughs> yeah, run! <laughs> but when he comes out, it is like. Well, okay, he hasn't done anything yet yeah. because he's sneaking up and he's, he's like getting in in little mine cars and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and he uses a silenced pistol on a couple. He, of uses, guys. he does that, and then his buddy decides to get out of the car and he's going to come help. Mm-hmm. And so he gets this one guy who sort of got the drop on Jim Brown, and they struggle a bit, and then both of them end up going over the ledge, yeah. and, and to their death. Jim Brown sees this while he's riding this like other crane thing. Up. Yeah, he, he's hiding this little cart thing yeah, that's, 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 going yeah. that's going and, up. That's going up. This is the motivation for Jim Brown to go insane because he is gets it? Yes. yes, yes, because he gets to the top, which is the this dam level. Well, yeah, and that's when he because as he's getting out of the cart, it's when he pulls out that shotgun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think gets Jim out Brown of, being there was his motivation no, no, no. for being insane. He was he was he was mildly angered enough to start killing dudes. I know the director his, told him well, to show emotion there. His but, buddy telling it, his buddy dying is what sets him off because he gets out of that cart. And there are 20 dudes lining this this little walkway. Jim Brown just decides no cover, no anything. He just starts gunning them. Running gun. Just charging at them, gunning them. And they're and all armed, and they run away from Jim Brown. Well, it's, <laughs> got, it's, it's angry-looking Jim Brown with a shotgun. Would Jim you, Brown, he is like the Would gr- you sit patiently and wait no. for him to come murder you? I would, or would shoot you run at the him. fuck away? I would shoot at him. No, you would run away. Yeah. And none I mean, of those dudes is, do that. They just all get shot is, he, one by one. He is just blasting these he fuckers. He is the Grim Reaper personified. Yes. He's just yes. like, it's your time has come, And he's so angry by, like, the 20th dude that he has shot. He comes up to that dude and kicks him in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then, like, just, then I think he tried uh, to question him. Like, somewhere yeah, along exactly. the way, one dude got, or one dude or mannequin got chucked over the oh, yeah. giant dam. And oh, just, and, and like bounced off the, the oh, yeah. dam oh, on the way down. Right. How, do, yeah. how do you get a permit to do that? I don't know. You probably do Jim it before, Brown, before, Jim before Brown the sun just comes up. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Quick, check the thing. This, this is like the other way. This is like the way the fugitive should have gone. Like, yeah, exactly. Death. Yeah, that dude didn't make it. Damn. But yeah, he tries to question that one dude. I, I don't, don't think he got any information out of that guy. <laughs> I think a guy was like, I got no yeah. key plan. <laughs> yeah, but the next scene, the next scene is plane landing, and they're all, like, everyone's, you know, uh, Fred Williamson and Jim Kelly are just like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Where's Jim Brown, I anyway? Thought, yeah. And he pulls up. <laughs> well, it's a cargo van. Or yeah, a cargo, a cargo plane. jet, yeah. It's a kidnapper van that he pulls up in. It's though. a kidnapper plane. No, it rolls out of the plane. Van in. Oh, that's right. it's, it's, yeah. it's in the plane. Yeah. But he rolls it out, and he's just like, I got a little surprise for you guys in the back. And, you know, 
what would have been awesome, real quick, not to derail, yeah. is if it had just been Jim Brown standing on that cargo <laughs> lift just by himself. That's really all they needed. Yeah. <laughs> the van only shot. serves to get them from point A to point B. Oh, yeah. But the, the van, like, somebody called it. Oh, man. But, I mean, this thing I think is it was a, Chuck. <laughs> please let there be a thousand it, weapons in this yeah, van. <laughs> it's, the, it's the magic murder mystery machine. Mm-hmm. It is full of guns. There's an murder armory. mystery machine. I like that. <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's, it looks like the mystery machine without the uh, the writing on it. The without little, the writing, oh, there's no mystery here. Fight. It's no. full yeah. of death. It's, it's, <laughs> What's yes. weird is it actually <laughs> changed between like two I mean, different vans depending yeah, on the yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but the Reaper needs friends, and he needs his friends armed, <laughs> yes. and so he's like, and and I love that. That's the, like the, the most joy. Move. Yeah. The <laughs> most joy that Jim Brown gets out of this is like them looking in the van and seeing guns lining <laughs> yes. the walls of the van he's like yeah <laughs> imagine a I'm gun made pre-1970 mm-hmm. it's in there mm-hmm. everything's yep. in there yes. they got grenades oh yeah they got plenty of ammo like, so they take the day trip over yeah, to Uzi's. wherever they're going well that's yeah. because they they cut away from this like they're all like hey murder van let's go and then they cut to the nazi party <laughs> which yes. is li- like literally <laughs> a nazi party yeah. because like first off it starts with mr feather giving this really lame sort of hitler-esque speech yeah, and, and he about and he unveils that like they actually have like it's kind of an ape, not exactly official version of like the SS flag that mm-hmm. they, yeah. they, yeah, and like all of the little Nazis are standing in a row like it's Nazi graduation. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're throwing he, their hats up in yeah, the air, and then like he's giving this little speech, and then they're like, "Ooh, parades, yeah. hooray!" Now keep in mind, all three of their plots have failed, mm-hmm. and they yeah, are they celebrating. Don't, they don't have. <laughs> they may not know internet and text yeah. messaging. They don't know yet. They don't have. They should have. Nobody's posted on Facebook. The plan OMG. should have been after you deposit the poison, call us. Who would post? They're all dead yeah. <laughs> I'm just, that's what i'm saying the failsafe is if you don't yeah. hear from us in 30 minutes we fail no but no. You, nazis assume you never know okay. maybe they, they that's couldn't the, find their down that's what the two s's and the ss is part of assume yeah <laughs> so you make an ss out of you and me <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> thank you for completing that <laughs> oh i hate you all softball and out I, of the park <laughs> i hate you all so much and it's up no it's idea up, it's up it's up uh, and it's out of there so yeah they're having this little party and then they like they go inside and it becomes i wouldn't say a cocktail party but like it's a cocktail party it's a cocktail party it's but, the like, catalina wine mixer but, but like the actually <laughs> like, the underlings are like they've got their steins and everything and they're oh, like yeah. ah and one guy's two fist and double it, fisting and, the steins and like but there's like, you know, it's like there's the SS Nazi people and then there's like random white people here. That Dignitaries like, and their wives. <laughs> yeah, but they all look like people like people that may, might not even get into the yacht club. Like there's just like local slightly, business yeah. leaders and, you know, sure. I don't know, but they're, they're just kind of mixing it up. And like mm-hmm. then they keep cutting back to the magical murder van kind of arriving at night and we're like. Oh God! And they <laughs> the shut murder the band is coming band. to murder them all, <laughs> and they shut the lights off. Even yep, that and, and, and they're just like, yeah, we riding dirty, and, and, they, and they kind of do another thing. Like they they cut up and like they're threatening Wendy again, and you know, like they're talking to the scientists, and yay! Why do they keep threatening Wendy? Why not just keep no, they her fucking room? They threaten her once everyone starts dying. Yeah, because they they get out, and Jim Kelly doesn't want to take a gun. Because well, he kills with his he's, he's, he's got guy, his yeah. lethal weapons already. Right, sure. So, but they convince him to. He like they have him sneak in and shut down like a guard fence and some other crap. But yeah, he's the wearing, first guy wearing and, a rubber and, suit, and he makes a point to just tear off his shirt so that he's he over can, the fence. He's done. Yeah. Well, the rubber suit, you know, if leather, yes. if yeah. leather doesn't bend, rubber rubber's going to do even less. Yeah. So, yeah, but so he 
he gets in, and the first dudes he kills, like he throws, he chucks a knife into the one dude's chest, mm-hmm. and then before he oh, can those even, guards, those poor guards, <laughs> before he can even kill the one, the one turn sounds the alarm. He has one, yeah. It, Jim Kelly's one job is to stop them from hitting the alarm, and he doesn't, and he fails it instantly. It's just Whoops. like two because seconds into the, the mission, he doesn't throw the knife at the guy closest to the alarm, but yeah, he, he rolls so it anyway, too. That sets off the alarm, and immediately the Nazis like. I bet Jim Brown's here, isn't he? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Feather yeah. fucking freaks Oh, yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does not handle adversity well. He because... has Jim Brown coming for him. Dude. Yeah. But and I you mean, know you know if the fucking alarm goes off at your Nazi party. It's Jim Brown. It's Jim Brown. You. And yeah. you, you're <laughs> fucked. That Nazi had seen slaughter, and he was scared for his life. But this guy, I mean, he immediately is like, you scientist guy, burn all of your notes. <laughs> burn all Take the things. Take her. Go here. Get the fuck out. Panic. Does this, does this qualify for an incident award? Uh, I think so he because he, he, does, loses he, does, it. he does lose his shit and he's a little higher ranking than an ensign based on, well, yeah. on his position sure but, mm-hmm. yes I, I'll, I'll uh, whatever yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> but German they, shithead version of ensign when this Shiest starts is just them splitting <laughs> up and just killing everyone well the, there's that everyone. first everyone there's that first burst of dudes coming out of like a little apartment building where Jim Brown has a gun that apparently shoots grenades <laughs> because it, he fires at these dudes and the side of this building just goes <laughs> kaboom and they're like what's in that and he just smiles yeah, just like, it's, yeah. like a, it's like some kind of explosive or incendiary rounds because I don't know I don't think it's like reality but I'm just saying like it is the rage of Jim Brown <laughs> compressed <laughs> yes. into bullets oh okay but man those dudes explode it's a force yeah. of nature. Meanwhile, Fred Williams is like shooting his little like forty five or whatever, and it's just like boom, boom, yeah. and like he misses, he's like, misses, and he's like, "I got this." <laughs> Random spray, and everybody dies, and then like another he, group like, comes around the corner, he, he jerks the yeah. gun back and forth as he's firing it, and yeah. it's yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if as long as you hit close with this gun, they die. Yeah. yeah. But they split up and like Jim Brown comes into the room where the reception was and just starts flipping tables over and shit and just a wave of dudes runs in the room and just sprays bullets well, and they all dude, die. He and- does that. Like it's one long take where he flips the table, like hides behind it. Mm-hmm. And Fred Williamson head first defenestrates through a window, <laughs> lands. He's like, hey, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Let's go kill some Nazis. Yeah. Okay. And Jim Brown, they, they leave the take in where uh, actually leading up to this. Yeah. Jim Brown is just. Hopping around the room going crazy <laughs> yes. and trips over the table leg and yeah. falls face first onto Whoop. the floor. Dick Van and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And Jim Kelly like and has then, two sticks that he beats two dudes to mm-hmm. death yeah. with. He's just stealthily going around just beating up dudes. Yeah. Murdering. And eventually yeah. he pulls out his gun and sprays a bunch of people mm-hmm. too. And it comes and saves the day. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, they, they, they get into the Nazi lab. And eventually, like, they shoot something and just light that scientist on fire. <laughs> I don't know Flaming what Flaming Nazi scientist just <laughs> yes. runs out of the building screaming. Ah! Yeah. And everyone's just like, huh. And what's weird is, like, Wendy's, like, down this kind of hallway court or outside alleyway thing. And, like, but, like, Flaming Scientist is between her and the, and the well, and three Well, everyone's trying to get around him. Yeah. He's, he's flailing around like, ah, I'm on fire, put me out. And they're like, like, get out of the way. I'm trying to get past you to get to Wendy. And I love yeah. the added sound effect they have. Like, oh, the, they have just the, the roasting sound. Yeah. Roasting. Oh, it's Nazi so Nazi scientist good. fire. Nazi scientist <laughs> on yeah. open But fire. they... They're about to, you know, they get into the hallway and they get kind of pinned outside behind mm-hmm. like a dumpster or something. And that's when Jim Kelly comes up behind all the Nazis shooting at him, shoots them. Well, he does like one perfect spray too. It's just yeah. like, yeah. okay, everybody's dead. Yeah, they <laughs> right. get, and, right. and Jim Brown's like, take Wendy, meet mm-hmm. us at the car. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. Yeah, but don't you want to finish this? Oh, yeah, we should finish this. Yeah. Because. Finish the fight. That, I, I don't They just kind of throw her in the van. Like, everybody get in the van. 
No, no, no. Before that. No. They, they, they send Jim Kelly away to her and Jim Kelly go to the van and they're like, come on, let's because all the Nazis are taking off because they're getting in their sweet Jeeps and Jim Brown and Fred Williamson just are like latching onto them. And they're, they're sort of like Fred Williamson jumps in one Jeep and then Mm -hmm. Jim Brown starts shooting at it, which is, you would think, Hey, no, I'm in here. But apparently Fred Williamson drops a grenade in there because that, (laughs) that Jeep goes off a cliff and explodes and Mm -hmm. then lands in from driving off a cliff. Okay, well, then yeah. it lands and explodes even more. And, and it's then, all at night, so it looks great. Right, and then Jim Brown latches onto uh, the other Jeep and, and just the, attaches something, like, like stick a, a dynamite or something yeah. to it, because it's, like, sparking. It's like, whoa, did his Jim... Into the rear brake light. Yeah, and then that thing explodes and goes off a cliff, and that's when they then go back to the van, and it's like, okay, I, I guess we're done here. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, nah, let's go clean up. <laughs> that's when you yeah. just see them get in the van and are just obviously loading up stuff and getting things ready. And they're just driving by the remnants of everyone who's left and just tossing grenades into yeah. cars. Those guys did not <laughs> see that coming. Like there is, there is striking. I hate you so much. There is striking the set. And then yeah. there is this. Yeah. Where it's like every car that's involved in this production mm-hmm. is getting blown up. Yeah. Just, hey, make sure if you drove to the set today to park somewhere else because <laughs> <It is laughs> we're blowing up every car we can find. <laughs> it is utter carnage. Yeah, literally carnage. Oh. And, but then it gets weird because then, like, there's an explosion and then it freeze frames on part of the fire and then it fades out and fades into all of them all cleaned up, all dressed up, walking through the city as the, as the, credits, start as the credits start rolling. So, yeah. Hooray. They're kissing and hugging, yeah. shaking, yeah, all happy. Squeezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kissing and hugging. There it is. Yep. The end of the oh, three the hard way. Credits. Yep. So we should rate this. Yeah, let's do that. Vincent <laughs> <laughs> Award, yes. Yes. Yes, uh, yes, definitely. Stargrove, even without Curtis Mayfield? <clears throat> I don't know. No. That, I don't think so. No. no, because that opening theme song did not get me no, in the mood for like this a, at all. No. Yeah. Wendy. And then that weird little... Oh yeah, the weird boy. I like that. The I, saw. Everyone's about boing. Yeah, we didn't even talk about like the actual three the hard way song. It's which not is that way either. too mellow. Yeah. Every once in a while, like someone would start driving or someone would start shooting, and the music would be like really good, but then it just starts to mellow out. The only this. good music was the uh, actual like Saturday night feverish walk that Jim Kelly got through the airport. Right. That was a good funky yes. riff. Yes, that only on. helped how awesome that airport was. Yeah, exactly. Looked. But so yeah, yeah, no Stargirl. Not, not not overall, no. not no strong. A good effort though. Good effort. Sure. Good yes. effort. Try harder well, next well time, please. Uh, okay. So rating three the hard way for me gets five the easy way. <laughs> yep. You appealed to my emotions, movie, and my emotions all say blow shit up, <laughs> do crazy shit, let Jim Brown run wild on people. Yeah, I, yeah. I, this, this was satisfying in every possible. I way. I was gonna say I think this can be the easiest wrap up possible sure. yeah. five jocks yeah i think we're unanimous i, yeah. I feel it this yeah movie I, is we've already talked awesome. about how awesome it is i, I just want to say i was at a four until he started shotgunning people down <laughs> down the dam and i was just like yep okay i don't care whatever flaws this movie has that fucking yep. that scene's awesome so yeah yep yeah so i mean this is the original expendables pretty much yeah yeah I guess. And it's it's all the action stars of the day and satisfying let go at it. in all the ways that that was not yeah <laughs> Seriously, like like everyone that you want to see do something awesome does. I mean, yeah. we talk about Fred Williamson being eh, whatever, but 
that's only in comparison to Jim Kelly and Jim Brown. Yeah, right. If this had been a Fred Williamson movie, it's oh, like, sure, yeah, it yeah. would have been like, holy yeah. shit, Fred Williamson. <laughs> yeah, the stuff he does in this is freaking awesome. Yeah. So this is the second time that Jim Brown has received five jocks from us. Yes. Yeah. Jim Brown obviously is the magic component. <laughs> he is. That's all. Yeah. He's on the Banffcast Wall of Fame now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. We need to get a Jim Brown poster we up do. in this bitch. We need to get we, a golden jocks to give him. We just need him yeah. to come in here and talk with us. I'd be afraid for my life. Well, he's the Reaper. <laughs> he wherever he goes, death follows. As I said, Jim Brown has if, become. If death. I gotta go. I'm okay with that. Yes, you yeah, would, yeah, you know, I'd be all right with it. In short, though, watch this damn movie. Yes, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> In short, there's nothing short about it. So no. let's take a break, shall we? Okay, yes. I think so. Welcome back. Hey. 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 Second, second half. half. Yeah, second half. All right. Wow, uh, we usually do two halves, right? I, I think so. And this Sometimes. is the second one. Some days we might do a third or fourth. Ooh, yep. That's mm. wicked. So still live streaming. Um, yep. Yeah, youtube.com slash bmfcast. So we will post it on the social medias when we're doing it. So check it out. Get a little sneak peek. I guess it's more than a sneak peek. It's a sneak, hey, here's the show. <laughs> it's, it's, hey, here's the show. <laughs> here's the show in its raw format yeah. where we yeah. fuck up a lot. Of course. And laugh. <laughs> so. We are laughing. So, I saw. Speaking a, of fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I saw a new movie. I want to hear about it. Why, God, why, according to everyone. <sighs> so, I went to see A Good Day to Die Hard. Hey. That's a movie. So, I really like that title, by the way. Yeah. I think that's sorry. a good title. It's all right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, fuck you guys. I'm glad you like it, though. <laughs> I'm glad it does for you what you want. They should have Michael Dorn in it if they were going to call it sure. that. Sure. But anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, so <laughs> this movie is what you get when you have a fairly incompetent screenwriter work with, I think, an even more incompetent director. Mm. It is full of sound and fury and signifying nothing. Ooh. It is a tale told by an idiot, in fact. Oh. Because this movie is just loud and obnoxious and just doesn't really know what it wants to do ever. Yeah, I was I'm honestly I was shocked at the at the reviews. Yeah. Like that they were that low and then it wasn't just reviewers, it was everyone that I had heard seeing that movie was like do not see that. Yeah. Cuz I I was all in. I was like let's do this this yeah. weekend, you know, freaking die hard. Yeah. And then I decided not to see it. Yeah, I mean the guy it sounded like a waste. The guy just doesn't know how to film really well, really anything. I was going to say it's just action, but it, it's really not. I mean, like a lot of the there's very little like slow down and talk moments, which in some movies is a good thing. This was just like, I need you to slow down so like my brain can process and it can be quiet for a minute kind mm-hmm. of thing because it's just loud and obnoxious throughout most of the movie. And the first major action action sequence in this movie is just mind-numbing it's so poorly filmed like i mean i what just kind of bad just what kind of bad um just like jump cutty jerky su- oh super super jump cutty. yeah like i mean like just cuts every half a second and shaky cam galore i mean shaky cam while they're just talking parts 
Yeah, so it does that Paul Greengrass thing where it's like, yay, oh, that's it's the worst. everything's just shaking. And I literally had a headache when I came out of that movie. That sucks. And it wasn't in 3D. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, that's something you usually, usually say about a 3D mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And I came out of that. I was like, uh, if I had to have a positive, it, they did a pretty good job with gunshot fully, I guess. <laughs> like, guns <laughs> sounded real ish you know like they were all loud it shouldn't be very difficult mm-hmm. no it shouldn't but i mean like it, that's the thing is like it I shouldn't think, be something that you point out is the good thing in the movie right i mean that's just like i mean it was like oh the guns actually sound like guns like it's kind of almost jarring when somebody shoots yeah i can't yeah. remember who it was but somebody on twitter i saw posted that it has an incredibly satisfying death in it and maybe they're overselling whatever this moment is it is you are not like it's a it's you look a, on your face is saying it all right now. It's a good ish death, but like the movie doesn't. The movie never sells a bad guy hard enough. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's important with the Die Hard movie. That that's it's. I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people didn't like the last one. Is like the bad guy was just kind of eh. He's a bad guy, you know. He like yeah. has no character like the other ones. I mean, even as much as like we we've said, Die Hard Two is a rehashing of the first one. The bad guys are fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then there's like more than one of them, you know, and it's like they all kind of have their own little thing and it mm-hmm. feels satisfying when they get taken out one by one. And this one's just like they set you up for most of the movie of like this is the ba- I'm going to spoil a little bit because the movie. I'm sorry. It's just they set up one guy is like, oh, this is the bad guy. And they kind of like kind of give him a personality. And it's like, oh, well, he's not really the main bad guy at all, you know, kind of thing. So it's like. The one guy they were kind of spending a little bit of time building up as a bad guy isn't really even the guy you're going to be ending the movie with anyway. So they waste your time. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the father-son dynamic thing, I, it's just it's just not good. Like, I mean, like I, I can understand, like, I, I shouldn't try to apply any kind of realism, but mm-hmm. one of the things I've liked about the Die Hard series is the idea of the loose cannon cop and, like, him having to deal with his family and like I, you know, I'm married to my job, and you know the, the effects that it's had on the McLean family, mm-hmm. and and like you know, it's been kind of piecemeal, and it's not the most important part. But right. like when you get into a series this long, it's like that's kind of something interesting. Sure. And suddenly it's like he has this son that he hasn't talked to in he says a couple of years. Okay. And somewhere along the way, somewhere along the way, this kid has never mentioned to his dad, "Oh, hey, dad, I'm joining the CIA, and you may not hear from me for some period of time because I'm going to go undercover." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like this just never comes up like i think you can trust your cop dad you know your your hero yeah, nope. cop dad dad who's done three four movies worth yes. of crazy uh, the hero things. of nakatomi yeah. plaza <laughs> i think you can trust mm-hmm. him with the information that i'm in the cia and you may not hear from me for a little while so don't worry yeah but yeah. that that apparently was never relayed and so he busts in because he thinks his son is a criminal in russia and and kind of like McLean shows up and fucks up everything, and then it's like he has to help his son unfuck everything. Oh, great! And that's the plot of the movie, basically. Well, that's dumb. So Bruce Willis is he coasting? Pretty much. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it! You'd think of everything. This one, he'd be like, you know what? I really need to kind of. But dude, he doesn't care anymore. He's in a movie every week. <sighs> I know, but it's you're putting the diehard name on this. He doesn't this care. This is the movie that made him. They gave him a paycheck. Well, here, here's the weird thing. Like, I, I thought he put in more of an effort in Looper. You know, like, I mean, oh, yeah. and the other thing is, like, he didn't feel as old as he felt in this. Hmm. Like, I mean, it was just like when you saw him, I was like, oh, God, you're old and you're really looking <laughs> old. Hmm. And like, they're making old jokes all the time. 
you know, like people calling him grandpa and yeah. oh, come on, old man, you know, and like the trailer thing. It's like, oh, it's old school. It's pirate gun like you, <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's just like, yeah, we get it. He's old. You don't have to keep pointing it out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just should have known when it's, you know, the director of Max Payne. Which I never saw. The writer of X-Men Origins and Hitman is the writer of this movie. So the Wolverine movie that's the one he yeah. wrote? Yeah. I, I can see that. I, I think that came together a little bit better, probably just because you actually have better source material as far as like... Yeah, that we, they we mostly can, ignored. Yeah, like, well, yeah, I'm just saying like you can pull from 20 years and be like, all right, I'll shit all over this, but at least there's that basis. This was just sort of like... Uh, what if he's here and uh, I don't know nuclear weapons? Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's just not good. I am mm. disappointed. I so badly wanted another awesome Die Hard movie. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like I'm some, never going to have one of those. Somebody tweeted think. that they thought it was an okay action movie, and I don't even think it's that. Like I don't, you know, without the Die Hard name, this would be bad. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought four was just ludicrous, just crazy ridiculous however it was fine i mean it, it you still know kind of felt like a diehard movie yeah it did i mean it, it and then, he and no it, longer yeah. seemed like an everyman he felt like superman sure especially launching motorcycles at helicopters but mm-hmm. you know yeah they, what are you gonna do with that you can't just keep putting every man into a situation at some point he's just gonna be like yeah i'm fucking bulletproof i'm gonna go in and yeah and they, know. they do they rope mary elizabeth winstead to come back briefly <laughs> She's in the t- t- commercials now, so it's okay. no longer okay. even a surprise. Yeah, I mean, she's just like in the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. Like, oh, hey, yeah. Dad, I'm driving you to the airport. <laughs> I mean, like if Remember, Kevin was... Smith popped up in a bunker or somewhere well, in Russia, thing, I, that would you be know, something. The funny thing but... is, like the way they frame the shot, I was like, okay, this would be mildly clever if like they're having this, you know, a tat thing in the car thing, and all of a sudden Justin Long pops around the corner, and, like, hey, I'm still dating your daughter. <laughs> you know, like, like, like he was right in the backseat the whole right. time. That would have been something. Like that would have been haha funny. You know, like couldn't even get Justin Long. Yeah. Or we didn't even think about it. Sure. Yeah. That's a shame. But whatever. Do you think, do you think that's it for Die Hard? Or do you think someone will come along and say, no, we can't let Die Hard go out like it that? It still came in first place. Yeah. The thing is, is, like, this was, what's the director's dude's it's name? John really Moore. Bad. John Moore. Yeah. They got the wrong fucking John. Like, unearth John McTiernan and let him He's do it. He's in jail. He's in, yeah. I, whatever. He, what? Let him out of jail. What He's do you do? He's hiring hitmen in some weird, what? yeah, some weird yeah, scandal bullshit. Was he hanging out with that? McAfee down in Belize. No, no, no. This was way before that. Um, that shouldn't stop him. Bust him out and let him make one last eye hoard. Yeah. <laughs> John, if you're watching, bust out of jail. <laughs> He's probably watching the live stream right yeah. now going, I know, guys. <laughs> I know. If I could. Well, how long is he in for? Tell us where to, <laughs> tell us where to pilot know. the helicopter and yeah. we'll bust you out. Well, yeah, but even then, like, when was the last good movie McTiernan made? I don't made? care. The, the last good movie he made was Die Hard 3. <laughs> so, I know. Yeah. Sure. It was like 20 years ago now. I don't care. Let, let him finish this series. Yeah. Just put a let nail him in finish it. Finish oh, well. the fight. I, get fucking Yonda Bond. I don't care. You know, somebody who made an okay Die Hard, let them do it again. Or we are, no, it was Rennie Harlan. Rennie yeah, Harlan. Sorry, Yonda Bond was the cinematographer. Cinematographer yeah, for the first one. Yeah. 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 But anyway, Fine, let him do it. He's I a director about, now. Uh, don't get Rennie Harlan. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard 2 is great. Shut your face. <laughs> Thank you. Harlow and I, we're, we're the, I still we're the Die Hard 2 Die solidarity Hard team. I just think Whatever. it's a fucking these cartoon. People, these people are busy. Just I'm saying, like, there's yeah. better people. <laughs> Treat Die Hard with some reverence. So this is a... That's actually a good segue to... Okay. I saw Taken 2. Electric Boogaloo. I saw Taken 2. T-O-O? No, wait. No. No, I didn't Taken see Taken also? No. Deuce. Deuce. Okay. I saw... Re- we saw it should have been retaken. We saw Stolen. That's Taken 2. Yeah. That was but T-O-O. this is, this is oh. the official Liam Neeson's in it, Taken oh. 2. okay. And 
Maggie Grace is still his 16-year-old daughter because this only takes place like a year after the first one, even though that was four years ago and she's 30 years old now. But anyway. <laughs> taken again. Yeah. <laughs> taken oh, back. Taken to. Uh-oh. Taken to the limit. No, not at all. Taken bake. This is like, <sighs> it feels like a knockoff. You, you know like how there's all these knockoff movies of Taken now? Yep. That it like feels stolen? like a knockoff. <laughs> and it's... Uh, Does he give the same fucking phone speech again? No. Oh, thank God. No. At least there's not that. I there, still there have is, skills. There's kind of a variation. <laughs> yeah. There's, I'll admit, there's a kind of badass thing he does at the end of the movie As where he speech that I don't really want to spoil. But okay. this movie really suffers from like taking so long to set itself up, despite being like a 96 minute movie. It takes a long time to get out of that first act and get into, okay, they're in Istanbul and all these fuckers want to kill him now. Mm-hmm. And then even then it takes a long time before Liam Neeson finally starts doing what you came to see this movie to watch him do, which is beat the hell out of Euro trash guys. Do you think that maybe they like didn't have him for as long as they did on the first shoot? I think he wasn't in shape. Oh, to be honest. Because the way they cut a lot of this movie is like, hmm. Well, you know, Liam Neeson is hmm. not, not a spy guy. I mean, but <laughs> Liam yeah. Neeson he started his action a, career when he was like 55. Yeah, I know. Guy. But, <laughs> but it just, it, it takes so long to get to any decent action. Hmm. The daughter is a lot more prominent in the plot and the action. Ugh. That's not what anyone wants. Yeah. <laughs> no exactly. one said more Maggie Grace, and please. It suffers like Born Legacy did where the big action scene at the end feels like it was the big second act finale that leads to, okay, here's this awesome thing that happens next. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The movie's over. The movie's over. <laughs> and you're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What? Nice. Like, I'm like, yeah, now he goes back to Bulgaria or wherever the hell all these guys are from and just kicks people's asses. It's like, no. Oh, the guy's in the other room. Oh, the movie's over. <laughs> oh, What? It, what? Mm. So yeah, it is. It's not a terrible movie. It's just an incredibly unsatisfying movie, especially compared to the first Taken, which has so much. Um, like it, the pacing about it is better. Just like the unexpectedness, obviously, of him just wrecking dudes. Like you don't, you just can't replicate that anymore. Sure. But I mean, it's a sense of escalation that it's just missing. Where you should feel like you're ramping up as the movie goes until you're finally, you know, being like pushed off a cliff into the big finale part. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't have that. It feels like you stop halfway up the stairs and then just kind of turn around and walk back down. Hmm. And you know, the best movies of this type build and build and build and build to Mm -hmm. something big. And this one just never gets there. Hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's a shame. It it seemed like a cheap cash in to me. I, I really was not interested in it. In any way, so yeah, it was my it was one of my Amazon credits. Sure. I was going through and the other Amazon credit I used. Yeah, I watched Magic Mike with Jen. Oh God, <laughs> that movie is so much better than you're expecting it to be. And I know you've Wait, heard. Did that you say from Magic everybody. Mike? Yes, Magic Mike. Magic. You Mike. watched that movie? Yes. Channing Tatum. Yep. You know the guy from GI Joe too. Yeah. <laughs> I almost ran into that movie. I'm not going to lie. G.I. Joe Okay, two. I will watch Here's what it I'm going to tell you. There's a second G.I. Okay, Joe movie. The first scene where they come out dancing yeah. is to It's Raining Men that turns into a dubstep version of It's Raining Men. Of course it does. Yeah, but I can find that on the internet for free. Yeah, but no, but not, that's not it. But Not Channing Tatum. 
<laughs> Honestly, like the first hour of that movie yep. is kind of hilarious. Like in a genuinely funny way. We were laughing at all sorts of stuff in that movie in ways that you were supposed to be laughing at it. And I was kind of shocked at how much I was enjoying the first half of that movie. It's like a good version of Showgirls, almost. Like, that's not like (laughs) everyone being bitchy, angry at each other. And it's not doing like all the stuff that you figure a movie of this type is going to be, where it's like, oh, they're going to get into drugs and there's going to be bad shit going down. You know, all that. Mm -hmm. In the first half, you're like, wow, this is really going good places. And I kind of like Channing Tatum again, even though I'm supposed to hate this guy, but he's kind of likable in this. And and then the second half of the movie becomes exactly what you think that movie is going to be. Drugs and yeah. depression and, and terribleness. Yeah, it's, and, and, uh, no more know. magic. The magic is gone. Yeah, oh. and and it just it it doesn't make it bad, but it just it it's disappointing that they eventually fell back on that crutch that you just figure that movie's going to be falling into. So that's that's why I kind of like striptease because that movie stays wacky. Yeah, it's about strippers and low lives and everything, but everything's wacky. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like this movie would have worked if like the first hour had continued and it had just been like a slice of life of stripper dude without like a big conflict thing that happens. Yeah, but I will say Matthew McConaughey was put on this earth to play the that role in that movie because <laughs> he is fucking hilarious, and and he was basically just playing an amped up version of himself, like turned up to twenty. That's all he can do, but. You know, it's like, all right, all right, all right. I mean, he does that a whole bunch of times in the movie. So a drinking game, you would be on the floor. I mean, there's a part where he's on the stage playing bongos. I mean, like, yeah. Totally watching this movie now. Yeah. Does he live on a houseboat with his parents? (laughs) And um, for those that care, Olivia Munn gets naked in the first 60 seconds. So So all you need to watch is 60 seconds. So Chuck, who hates her, still don't care. Can't even accept that part of it, but nope. I'm going to go on record and say... uh, I give it three years, maybe five, that Channing Tatum will be in the Brad Pitt Club, where we will all be looking back and going, "Why did we hate Channing Tatum?" Yeah, I don't. I'm mad at the record. I don't hate Channing Tatum. GI Joe the second. He had nothing to do with it. His popularity is what did. I don't care if he had anything to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's his character that got rewritten into the movie. I'm fucking mad at it. Because I ruined my fucking birthday. I don't know. I can be mad at that. I don't Whatever that, I want to be mad about that whole right. movie. You're going to have to let that go. Really? You're going to have you to are, let no, that go. No, I want to. Okay. Dude, I let go it's of all my the, other anger. I want to hold on to this It has the rock with a gun taller than him shooting things, and you don't want to see it. I what the hold fuck on, is wrong with you? I want you? to hold on to one piece of anger oh, in my life. Come on, and dude. It's birthday target. related. There so shut up. Lenny more better targets. Yeah. More better. Okay. More better best. But no, seriously, I don't know that Channing Tatum has the range that like one day we're going to go like, oh my God, give Channing Tatum an Oscar. No, but he's a charismatic he dude. He's charismatic enough. And I think like given enough time when like he's not on the cover of every people magazine ever, that it's going to be like, why did we hate him so much? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. And yeah, this movie also reminds you that one of his breakout roles was in Step Up to the Streets. Hell yeah. Cause yeah, cause <laughs> it's impressive. Like he's good. All right. Hmm. But yeah, I, I ended up liking Magic Mike more than Taken 2. Go figure. Weird weekend, man. Yeah. Crazy, crazy times, man. nutty. So, um, I have a quick bit of uh, movie I saw. I, I watched Seeking Your Friend for the End of the World. Oh, good. Did you? I did. Oh. Um, I liked it. I don't know that I liked it as much as you guys, which is not to say I didn't like it. I just, <laughs> I don't know that, like, I don't know that I'm quite on the level of love. And looking at who made it or, you know, I think it's her first movie she directed, but uh-huh. like looking at who wrote and directed it, I can see 
I can see all the DNA now of, of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist on it now. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that movie. Yeah. Um, Never seen it. Yeah. So, it, well, if you like Seeking a Friend, you should definitely watch that movie. Um, okay. I got on Blu-ray. I'll let you play. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel about the same way on both of them. Like, I feel like that was charming, and I'm probably not going to watch it again. Like, I mean, like, that's not to say I didn't like oh, it. I won't watch it again. Yeah. It's just like, like, the first half is really weird, because, like, the first half is, like, I think, literally laugh-out-loud comedy. Absolutely. And then, like... The second the riots start to hit is like it totally changes and it's like it's a drama now, bitches. Well, there's riots. I know it's, it's hard just, to stay funny. When I, it's I, I, know, I know, but I'm just saying like there's like like from that moment on there's like no more joke really ever in the rest of the movie. I don't know when they get to friendlies. That's a pretty good. Okay, yes, there's that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, like I said, I, I liked it. It's just like I don't know that it's still surprising. I think I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah, like, it still surprised me, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So. I think that I think that is a good one-time viewing movie. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. I mean, I just I really enjoyed that one viewing. So mm-hmm. you know, so that's it. That's all I got to say about that. You guys summed it up pretty well last week. Okay. Um, now we've been talking about the Paranormal Activity movies, and I was like, I should see those. And I'd seen the first one like five or six times. But so late last night, five or six times, the night before. Yeah, I've seen the first one a lot. You Why? Like, like the first one? There's a riff tracks for the first one, and oh. it really adds to. The movie, okay. sure. I probably I, three times maybe. Did I they watched talk it. about the Nilanok. <laughs> yeah, are they the, funnier than our Nilanok? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, Suck that's it. right. Um, and then so last night, late last night, I was like, I'm gonna watch the second one because I don't know what else to do with my life. So I watched the second one and thought it was all pretty good and lots of similar stuff and good slow burn. And then oh my god, this movie's fucking crazy. And then it was over. All right. Good <laughs> review. That okay. is what happens. Sounds I, about right. I just, I, I always have such a problem with ghost movies in that I've never understood the writer's logic of ghosts where ghosts just sort of like fuck around for the first like 45 days of their decided to haunt somebody just like moving shit around and doing stupid bullshit. And then all of a sudden they realize, oh, we can do crazy shit. Let's make the house explode. You know, it's just like. Ghosts are like cats. They like to fuck around with their food before they kill it. <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got eternity. What else are you going to do? I don't know. It just It's always so funny to me. There's just little parlor tricks. It's just like, sure. I'm just going to turn off this light. Uh-huh. And that's the only thing I'm going to do today. <laughs> it's like, okay, ghost. Thanks. Maybe the ghost job, was like, ghost. Uh, what do I do today? Uh, yeah. I'm so busy. I'll just flick this light out. I got 25 hauntings across the town. <laughs> Ghosts probably have like ghost Maybe. jobs. They have it's, like, yeah, yeah, a day job. Ghost errands. Yeah. yeah. Sleep and hibernate. Yeah, ghost I busy. I thought the family was a lot, a lot more credible. Oh, yeah. Like the dad, especially. I just felt like they just found this guy. And we're filming him inadvert like he had no idea. I mean, he seemed like perfect found footage guy. Mm-hmm. He was really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was over around like 1 a.m. And I realized that was probably a mistake because even though I don't believe in that shit, it then amplifies every creak and shit yeah. in my house. So I'm like, I need to water this down with something else. So I watched the six days to air the South Park documentary. Oh, oh, yeah. I've seen that. I saw that a few years ago. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. And uh, that's that's really interesting, really insightful into a process that I never thought we would get like an actual viewing window into. Right. Because Trey Parker is so secretive all the time and usually just sends Matt Stone out to do interviews and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's it's like 45 minutes long. It's not that long, but. Yeah, it's funny because like watching um, that, I, I did not know that some people were involved in South Park. Like I had no idea Bill Hader had yeah. anything to do with yep. South Park. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, when, you know, generally speaking, when you're watching Comedy Central, the credits go by, it's like, you know, like, yeah. And they're already, they're already promoing the next show. Right. Or the next show's already started and the credits are off in the corner. He's just like, watch the Key and Peel's on now. But yeah, that, that's, that's a really funny look at that show and almost sad. Yeah, I'm glad they went into like the censorship stuff too. <laughs> that part, and and like, that one, that, this poor lady, lady calling the the standards and practices and just describing what's going to happen. And she's such a pro too. Blunt detail, just like, and then this is going to happen. And ha- then happy Easter. <laughs> yeah. like, and then Satan's just... going to pull out a giant dildo yeah, and I mean, wax just... Saddam Hussein on the forehead with it, and then pretend that he's shoving it up his butt. <laughs> So, but I like I like that, how are the kids? Yeah, <laughs> I like that the guys have get like the show has come to this understanding of no one gets offended at it anymore because it has been so offensive for so long that it's expected and it has offended everyone. Yeah, at some point. And so anytime someone wants to level criticism at it, everyone else just goes, "It's South Park." That's yeah, deal with that's it. What they do, yeah, and then it goes away. So <laughs> yeah, so then I went to bed and I wasn't scared. So speaking of TV, uh oh, right. Um, I have a new mission that won't will only last the next two episodes, at least for talking purposes. <laughs> okay. Um, I am now on Operation Clean Up the DVR. Oh no! Because no. I am getting a new DVR. Are you getting a hopper? I am getting a hopper. Hopper. <laughs> We're not you pitching the, the goddamn hopper. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, I'm getting a new DVR. Okay. Hopper. And Why? I've got a huh? What's bringing this on? More space. Because you've got a, a job, te- <laughs> and I can well, yeah, but you got a TiVo with like money. a terabyte drive in it. No, no. You need lots I of tuners. No, no. I, uh, I have yeah. that now. But um, so sort of. it, it, you know, I've had a lot of shit sitting on my DVR for a long time. Most of it movies. Like yep. I, I generally keep up with my TV, and then I'll be like, I kind of want to watch that movie. Click, and then it. Some of them sat there for like a year. Yeah. Uh, so I decided, for whatever reason, I like woke up uh, Sunday morning and it was like. It's morning. I feel like a kid. I'm going to watch a cartoon because I had like several cartoons Yay, on there. Cartoon. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it a theme. I'm going to knock out the three cartoons I have sitting on here that I that I still haven't watched. Uh-huh. So I watched Megamind, Despicable Me, and Cars 2. I've seen one of those. Okay. I've seen Despicable Me. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start with that one. I think that's actually the first one I watched. Uh, Despicable Me is pretty good um it's it's weird because i think that's a fox animation one am i right like ice age people i think so maybe I think, yeah yeah because it's not dreamworks because Meg- megamind was dreamworks and that right. has dreamworks face all over it but um <laughs> the thing is like it, it's weird because like it, it kind of goes into a direction where it's like oh this is actually getting sweeter than yeah. i thought it was going to yeah and it and it actually kind of does it decently yes by the end um like almost has like a Pixar tinge to it yep. where it's like oh wow you're actually like kind of capturing a little bit of a heartstring thing here uh, not perfectly not a Pixar level type thing but doing a pretty good job here fairly good at aping yeah. it yeah. and um yeah I mean I ended up I like that movie pretty well and then I was like all right I mean I'm in this path and then similar movie the the counterpoint to that the the Dante's peak to its volcano um, <laughs> was was Megamind kind of yeah. came out the same year so yeah. I was like all right let's do that um despite Despite many, many occasions of DreamWorks face going on in that movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. I really liked Megamind. See, I have that sitting on my DVR. Like, I mean, I think maybe it has something to do with that. The Megamind character is voiced by Will Ferrell. Sure. So it's like that really kind of like helped me get over a lot of that. <laughs> but it's kind of funnier and paced a little bit better. And I like some of the ways that it goes a little bit better than Despicable Me. It never, mm-hmm. it never goes for that sappy, like heartstring thing. But it's like, oh, this is 
kind of like the Incredibles if the Incredibles were about villains kind of thing. Sort of like it's just kind of like, right. like I mean it's not really not plot wise. I'm just sure. saying like it's like okay here's behind the scenes of of the day to day life of a supervillain more so than the the heroes. Isn't Brad Pitt in that also? Somewhat, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. It, it, his his role is kind of weird because he plays the hero guy. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's mostly it's Will Ferrell and um, Tina Fey and uh, uh, Jonah Hill doing one character, and like they, they kind of get more screen time than most of the other people. Hmm. But yeah, I, I actually really liked Megamind. Um, I almost enough, watched that the other day. I was yeah. like, I need to clean off my DVR. Yeah, and then I was like, all right, <laughs> fuck it, I'm in this far. Let's go. Let's make it a three for same day. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I got, it's I'm, it's cold outside. I'm not going out. Let's watch Cars Two finally to knock off the Pixar list. I still need to see Brave, but I don't think that's made it to pay TV yet. So no. Um, but yeah, Cars Two have been sitting down there a real long time. I was like, oh, this is the Pixar movie that makes me sad that this exists. <laughs> Did it so, still make you sad? It exists. It's just a toy commercial at this point. It's. Did you see it? Hey, no, I've not seen okay. either. Okay, Mater. <laughs> yeah. Um. I've that should th- that should tell you something because Larry the Cable Guy is listed top of the credits yeah. because that character has more screen time than Lightning yeah. McQueen or anybody else in the movie. Sure. Um, because that I know fucking thing sold a shitload of yep. toys. I know. Yep. I know. And, and it's sort of redneck. <laughs> the crazy <laughs> thing is, is like I still really kind of like the movie. Cars um, 2? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I, like, I'm one of the few people that didn't really dislike the first one all mm-hmm. that much. Um, Wait. Did you say you're one of the people that didn't dislike well, the first one? Well, kids. I mean, like, I mean, like... I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, I mean, I still probably I'm consider it on the, low, on the lower end of the Pixar scale, but I, I still really kind of like the first one. Mm-hmm. And this one never comes anywhere close to that, that Pixar heart that the first one had. This was kind of more like, oh, this is Pixar being lighthearted, you right. know, kind of... This is their thing. filling their contractual obligations. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, this kind of had a little bit more Disney DNA to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's still it's still really good um, for a Pixar movie. It's not as good as some of their others, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, like, I, I really like the storyline that <laughs> Tomater was uh, involved in. Yeah. Not like necessarily his, his thing. Like, his shtick gets old. As uh, as does Larry the Cable Guy himself, but like I mean, he he gets pulled into this international intrigue thing with Michael Caine's like little Aston Martin style car, and Emily Mortimer is like the almost money penny esque kind of like Bond girl car. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's almost kind of fascinating because it's like there's like this spy thing going on amidst this other friendship like racing challenge thing, and like some of the voices they got are like really good. Like I mean. Like, there's this crazy plot where it's like Eddie Izzard is this this car that is uh started this new Grand Prix thing. So Lightning McQueen's you know Owen Wilson's character has to race against this Italian Formula One car that's voiced by John Turturro, and like he's really good <laughs> as the voice of this guy. And John Turturro is excellent. Yeah, he is. And like he that's is, the thing is like he is a treasure. When you look at all of this, is like there's actually some really good stuff going on. It's just like it's unfortunate that they were like. It's sort of like George Lucas coming in and go like, no, I think episode two should have a lot more Jar Jar. And that's kind of like what it feels like. It's like somebody, nobody said like, really, do we need to like, right. It's still a big thing. Like maybe sometimes less is more kind of thing, but it almost works with their storyline of like throwing this dumb hick character into this role of like, the I mean it's basically if looks could kill you know like he gets thrown in and they're like so it's car out of water obviously he's a spy so he's just doing mm. this this dumb thing as a as an act oh you know so <laughs> he, he like you know 
if looks good kills his way through all these situations and you know comes out a winner sure. I mean, not to spoil too much but you know it's like too late movie, but yeah no anyway, they kill him off the whole thing is like it, it's <laughs> kill him off it's better <laughs> than you would think it would be dark man and as murder I'm ta- that car and now i'm done talking about that like, like i said it, you could do worse and as i'm talking about that i'm actually i fucking forgot i watched a fourth animated movie the same day oh god Good god you're prepping for anime <laughs> animation has already happened yep because the other one that was sitting on my dvr is i finally watched tangled the actual Disney movie. Ah. Uh, yeah. you, the show Green Cat yeah. is a huge fan of that movie. That movie is really fucking good, and I never <laughs> thought I would say that about an actual Disney movie ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, part of me thinks that they were like, all right, bring it all in. This has to happen, because the, I didn't even think about it. The very first thing that comes up, it's like, this is Disney's 50th, anim- 50th animated movie. Oh, so they had... So they were like, this is like a thing. We got to make this really good. We can't fuck it up. This right. can't be all of these other ones that people don't even remember now. Sure. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good. Like mm-hmm. I mean, like almost Pixar level good. Like I, I, I think I think I remember seeing John Lasseter's name somewhere in there as some sort of like consulting he's, thing. Well, he's, he's kind of like the Disney head of animation. Studios he now he's all yeah. he's yeah, overall. So his okay. name's on everything. All right. So, but yeah, I mean, Tangled is excellent. And I mean, even despite like how weird and foreign it is now to do that Disney like break into song thing. Yeah. None of the songs like overstay their welcome kind of thing. Like this is a thing. This is always in Disney movies, so we have to do it. But now it's over. Yeah, it's just all right. Little song. Da, 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 tell a little bit of a story. Okay, and we're on. Yeah. You know. huh. So yeah, I, I highly recommend that. Actually, probably more than all the other ones. That's that's the crazy hmm. thing. I never thought I'd say like I, I love a Disney movie ever again. I just it felt like that time had gone, come and pass. Okay. But yeah, it's damn good. Sweet. So yeah forgot almost forgot about it the one i enjoyed the most probably well glad you straightened up that situation about tangled anybody else ha! i see what you did there <laughs> <laughs> here's to you good <laughs> sir <laughs> <laughs> mm. right let's wrap this puppy up how about some speed yeah. round contact everybody oh, right. time. well uh first of all <laughs> check out the new youtube channel at youtube.com slash bmfcast send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com check us out at bmfcast.com find us on the social media stuff at youtube.com facebook.com and twitter.com slash bmfcast right also you can find us on stitcher which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices it will stream our glory directly into your ear holes through the magic of telephony and the internet you can also check us out through itunes search for us by searching for bmfcast <laughs> subscribe rate and review we like good ratings and five stars but we'll take what we can get and finally do us all a service give us a ring on the Banffcast hotline the garfield phone 9105 jocks bmf or 9105569263 give us a call leave us a quick and slick voice message and we will feature you on the podcast if you don't suck all right that's yeah. pretty easy right yeah. pretty good totally so don't easy. suck that's the rule just yeah. don't suck don't suck and you're in and be short right mm-hmm. but don't suck so that's a rule got- no. Problem. <laughs> oh God! Now you suck. Oh God! Left we have gone foot. far too long. Right, we are singing yes. Randy Newman songs. Please, yeah. God, end the show. <laughs> we'll do. All right, let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. Bamcast out.